Greetings, and welcome to A Peak Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you happen to find our D&D adventure a compelling one, feel free to support the show by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash tabletopnotch. Find which tier best fits your coin purse and discover the rewards that come with it. You can even peruse the Patreon while wearing your very own Tabletop Notch merch. Available now at tabletopnotch.myshopify.com. I'll apologize now that my girdle is not one of the options. Now, ready yourself. It's time to dive into this week's episode of A Peak Beneath the Veil. Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome back to Tabletop Notch. We have a very sort of chill, cool, mm. off-the-cuff yeah. episode. Good evening. Welcome back to Tabletop Notch. Cheers. We're all in very strange seats. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us don't like I don't know about y'all. Oh, let me go fix one thing really quick as that's happening. I can see Oh, it. yes, the notifications are uh, hiding behind oh, no. our overlay. Nope, they're, they're going to be fixed right now. Right. Hey, there we go. All the wonderful things that you folks are doing um, and saying. Yes. Thank you all Hello. for joining us. Um, if you weren't here or, or don't follow our media and just choose to be wonderfully surprised, uh, we, we don't have a regular episode tonight. Um... Uh, a couple of our players are celebrating Canadian Thanksgiving, to which we say, uh, thanks. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving. He's <laughs> what the normals say. Uh, yes. uh, merci. Yes. <laughs> oh, true. Yes. Uh. We do speak French from <laughs> Canada. No, no. Some, little we should have practiced. Um, but we miss them very much. I hope you're doing well and having yes, a nice time. have a wonderful time. Um, in the meantime, we're going to do one of our sort of tabletop talks where we Go through some questions um, from our wonderful, wonderful viewers, people from the Discord, all kinds of sources and places. And of course, welcome back, Erica. We've always wanted to do one of our little talks uh, with a guest to sort of talk about 
Did you almost spill that? No, we almost had a. <laughs> what episode is that? Bring it up. Remember. Someone's gonna know. Let's bring up the, the episode clip. Where it's in the teens, I think. No, it's not the teens. Is it that what do you back? think it is? It's when we leave Mookmook because it's when Erlen rats on. What do you Zara. think the teens are? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. You get to Mookmook in chapter 21. You guys know the episode numbers it better was in than the I. Twenties, then. <laughs> Anyways, what were you saying? What was I saying? Um, we we're gonna answer questions. Yeah, we've always wanted to have a guest so we can talk about their experience on the show and they can publicly shame us for mm. what a crazy experience it is. Hang around, have a great time. We're gonna be chilling and vibing to the sounds of your questions. Mm. We have um, stuff that we kind of ouch. Sorry. <laughs> we have stuff that we kind of collected beforehand on YouTube and Discord, but because we can't really look at those during the stream, I actually have a handy dandy command Ooh. instructing people how they can submit questions uh, in the Twitch chat. Yes. So you can and just highlight uh, with channel uh, points. If, yeah. if somebody doesn't know how to do that, it, ask in the chat, somebody will help you out. Um, but just use channel points to highlight a message so that it's easier to find amongst all the other Twitch chatties. What if you don't have enough channel points? Then I think we have some amazing people who would like to copy paste your question in their own channel points. <laughs> Take out a channel system. points loan yeah. <laughs> from Crazy Loach. <laughs> I was just gonna say, whose account am I looking at right here? Mine. Why? I have more channel points than you. Oh. Well, I spend mine, dummy. Oh. On what? Stop, <laughs> stop hoarding your channel points. The local points. economy. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I stimulate. Uh, yes, we have the chat up on the on the monitors. Yes. Which is great. Um, but let's start with some of the questions that were submitted ahead of time. Should we premeditate? Should we do a, a, a mighty roll? Oh. You want them? Yeah. To, to determine. To determine. Wait. Each one the, of us does a roll. And whoever's well, highest? Well, no. First, we're just going to roll, and I'll oh. count down the questions. We'll pick that one. Okay. Oh, oh, got it. I know there's more than 20, but we'll just... A mighty roll? We're doing a mighty roll? Yeah, a big, a big a mighty roll. country... Uh, Frenchy California king roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. oh. Yeah, we're good. Here we go. Don't worry. This won't this... remain here in front of us the whole oh. time. Uh, but, hey, right. welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> <To the, laughs> we need to move this around a little bit. There we go. There, now, oh, wrong way. There we go. Uh, Anthony. Me? I know that you really like rolling this die. Oh, or should I leave it to me? You guessed, guessed. No. Oh, okay. I was just making an easier transition. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to help hold it steady as well. Okay. Hopefully not over. Here we go. Oh, oh, 15. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. 15. Should I take this down now? Are we going to do this a couple times? 11, 12, 13, 14. 15 is for Jordan. Do you want me to take this down? or? You know what? Ready? Um, yeah. Oh. I'm going to be so sweet. Yep. Okay. Okay. Worth, worth it for the bit. Yes. This is a question. Okay. For Jordan slash Orba. Orba is the de facto leader of this expedition. Am I? But situations have been pretty erratic. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> How is she feeling? Does she feel responsible for any of the <gasps> stress and uh, hectic moments that are going on? Yes. Aww. I think Orba feels super stressed. It's not Orba's fault. It's not. No, I think, uh, in all seriousness, I think the one thing that's been my focus for season two thus far is trying to figure out where Orba lives as a possible leader, or not as a leader, but somebody who's like kind of calling the shots and responsible for 
keeping the, the group's head in the game a little bit. And I don't think she's found it yet. <laughs> not at all. Not an easy group to, you know. To wrangle. To wrangle. Yeah. yeah. I think what's interesting and is a great moment to have Erica is I think Orba's leadership and sort of some of those qualities come out the most when you guys run into guests like or and strangers. Okay. Is Orba people latch onto Orba very quickly. Because mm. I'm so nice. <laughs> <just> so nice. <laughs> Whereas like you said, groups difficult to wrangle, not all the other characters immediately do people take a Fondness is not the wrong word because they don't dislike Super you. Super turned off by all of you. Yeah, but like uh, as when they're looking for someone as a kind of way into the group, a lot of people find Orba, and that is where some of her yes glue qualities come together. Yeah, I think Orba is like a mediator who's like hears all different voices, and I think does a pretty decent job like trying to bring them all a little closer mm-hmm. together. But in terms of like <clears throat> using a like a stern voice. And making a decision for the group. I think that's definitely one. I'm trying to think of consequences for, for the two of you, actually. We'll see what happens. Two of who? You and Erlen. Not consequences. Having... But, ha- yeah, how to, like, handle when a party member leaves. You had less of a choice. Oh, yeah. But, like, when, when Erlen <laughs> would go away and come back, like, yeah. for his own personal, very important goals. But, like, how do you kind of... Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, advocate for yourself in the mission yeah. that you're on when you're a huge beta. <laughs> I thought you meant when Graven dies next week. Oh my god! <laughs> when he leaves <laughs> us, when <laughs> like he's you're gone. preparing for it. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, and that question was from Dude on Discord. Oh, yeah. right? Sorry, I was going to say. Oh, oh that I was, forgot to point oh, out that one. If I got you, you clear your mind. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Just these last few minutes. <laughs> Who would you have... Would you have had a different party member that you thought, oh, this is the leader of this group, do you think? Oh, you could, that's a good question. Like, forget that we just said that Kai is the leader. Right. Yeah, who, who, would, who would have your thought have been? It's like... I don't have an instantaneous thought, because I feel like everybody takes the lead in different circumstances. Fair. Yeah. Um... But I feel like Safira tends to take the lead in talking to people, like just like strangers in general, like mm-hmm. tends to be the one to approach and present the situation. Um, yeah. I think it, yeah. it. I think Erlen does a lot too. I think it depends on the kind of person it is. I think if if Erlen thinks he needs to lie to this person, he'll go up to it, <laughs> and then if we don't think lying's the way to go, and if they're elves, even if they're elves that are like literally after him. <laughs> Let me be the Excuse one. me. Boys. <laughs> yes. 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 Hello, boys. Hello, boys. We're looking for a half-elf who done fucked up real bad. And, he was, and later he was like, that was me. <laughs> that was me they were talking about. Oh, a real moment that happened in the campaign. Yeah. Uh, so yes, to yeah. a fault, Erlen does rush in to lead us in conversation. <laughs> yeah, 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 it depends on the kind of uh, mm. kind of character you're approaching, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, because in Kimi's backstory, which is available on Patreon, <laughs> yeah, you oh, can't yes. talk about it. They have to. Talk. <laughs> um, I didn't put in there like whose mission they were on specifically. Mm-hmm. I said that you know they were heading north, whatever. But so, you, did you? 
in some of the sort of research, I know you watched a little bit of some episodes leading up to that. Did you know that at all? That they're like kind of on Orba's mission at the moment? Absolutely not. <laughs> no clue. Okay, no. Yeah, I didn't know if that was like immediately apparent or you were like, no, I didn't. Uh, yeah. yeah, we weren't like Erland chapter two where we were like, hello, new person. We're on a mission to yeah. help her achieve greatness. Yeah, no, I got yeah. zero background, and I didn't ask a lot of questions when I first showed up. So we didn't either. Don't yeah. want to learn something. <laughs> Picked up that context clues. Yeah. <laughs> I also thought Orba was really short for some reason. God damn it! I we was all really. And then you guys were like, Orba's no, the tallest it one. It was a. Uh, You're the tallest. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> but after me, it's me. there was some uh, retconning of, of Orba. There was no retconning. No. no. A retcon of the retcon, so it double negative. So it's just a con. So it's just a con. <laughs> Tell a story. Originally, in her description, in your version of my description, because we've both well, wrote, wrote Orba. You okay? That may be true. I, did you ever give her a height when you wrote on her? I think when I Maybe made I a D and D Beyond account that wasn't through the tabletop notch Twitch or whatever, you made we did it. You had yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, when I made the sheet, the official sheets for everybody. Orba was like five, five foot two or something. Five, five foot nothing. Foot nothing. Yeah. But then Orba in the first game, it, like as soon as people started talking about heights, Orba was like, oh no, I'm like 5'10". <laughs> so it. I said I'm six feet. Oh, six feet. <laughs> wow, I'm totally, six. yeah. And, six uh, feet with a 4'10 energy. And I guess I didn't like remember what I had put as the height, so we were just like, oh, okay, I guess you are. I mm-hmm. guess you're six feet tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just the other week. We all it came to light. It. Yeah. Yes. She's six foot tall. Fine. She is now. She to Graven, she's smaller. <laughs> everyone's just everyone's just, just a little be tall, guys. <sighs> to circle back. Oh yeah. I think that that kind of character is present in a lot of people's campaigns. That like glue character. Mm-hmm. The one cuz like you said, leaders of all shapes and sizes, people take the lead in different situations <laughs> with different characters at different moments. But there often is a character that feels like they're sort of keeping the group together in a way, and not just because of the mission at hand. Mm. And I think Orva does fill that role here. I'm sure people can relate to that. Yeah, but then what do you do when that character has to, like, use the stick and not be, like, (laughs) the carrot? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I think she's trying to figure that out. And it might just come out in one big explosion. It might come out in a meek little meow. But I don't know. We'll see. I feel like... Philly, we'll all listen to you, for the most part. Will we? If it's not a stupid idea. I feel like when we were fighting the Sunken King, you were really in the lead. I mean, and you were also kind of calling the shots about, like, what we should do as far as, like, you know, us attacking the side, the ghosts and everything. I like that. Yeah. That's good. Badassery. (laughs) I mean, when you guys get to the old light walker, maybe you're going to have to lay down the the plan. Okay. You, like, you grew two inches in that fight. From six to six two. Yeah. <laughs> Say five ten to four ten to five. Yeah. God damn it. Wait, yes, already? <laughs> She's five feet, but every time she absorbs Kills a major makes a major <laughs> a little bigger. <laughs> Not just well just taller. <laughs> oh my god. Cool. Good question. Good, uh, good question, Jude. Thank you. Thank you for the questions. Who would would the guests like to toss toss a dice mm. into the ring? Toss Here, a dice. Grab it. Uh, Give it a big boy. 
definitely not hit anything ever. You're nailing it so far, champ. I just, yeah. I just have a yeah. All right. Excellent. All right. Do we have anything up? Oh yes. We do. Four. All right. We're gonna wrap back around. One, two, three. Uh, four. This is for everybody. Oh. Um, Madam V from Discord. Madam Five. Madam V. <laughs> At the start of season two, the party was very happy to be out of the city and heading into nature. Do you still feel feel the same with how events have unfolded, or are you missing civilization? And Kimi did not leave from Nabikapura, but we can get Kimi's thoughts on civilization too, because she's maybe headed back there for a bit of yeah. business. But before we get to that. Thoughts on being out of the city now that you've been out for a while? It feels like a million years ago we <laughs> said, oh, thank the gods we're out of the city. <laughs> but to be totally honest, yeah, there's a part of me that's like, I wish I could just take those different, different challenges. Because there's, it feels like there's many more ways to tackle each thing when you're in a city, whereas we're out here and we're running into multiple combats per day. And like, and it can just get really hairy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Anthony, I think. I think Graven, I think Graven is probably happier out. That's probably true. Out in the wilderness. I would think so after your Nabikapura experience. Yeah, that was a poop smell. <laughs> it didn't go well. <laughs> yeah. And headed to the mountains, which is, yeah. and not the, uh, what was it back in the day? I've already forgotten the other mountains that you were in. Oh, wait for the, the camp. Shockey? The Shocky uh, Mountains, yes, well done. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you. For, for knowing my world. <laughs> uh, yes, mountains that like you were actually theoretically familiar with, although obviously some of that information is lost, but... Familiar with very little. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, no, that is exciting. Even, even being able to give away my warm clothes <laughs> to somebody who... Oh, who yeah. Who have Erlen's warm clothes. Well, just his cloak, right? No, yes. Well, uh, no, no, well a couple pieces like of clothing and also a healing potion of Orbas. <laughs> they I realized that too late. She gave yeah. you Oh, one. sick. <laughs> yes. And the map. But that led to some wonderful tomfoolery yes, near the end there. Get back out of the building. Mm-hmm. But uh, Earl's just going to be cold. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think I prefer what we're doing now. I, I not... As an Orba or as a player? Ooh. <laughs> I think as Orba, I think I enjoy the group like staying together, and I I think she likes the, the combat elements and the like exploration. The as me as a player, I love the cities because we all go off and do our own things sometimes, and it's just really nice to be able to sit back and just watch people role play with your crazy NPCs and stuff yeah. and explore. Um, but holy shit, do we just piss off so many people? In this city. Yeah. We just make them so mad instantly. Yeah. We just walk through the front gates. Cities are full of meanies. With like middle fingers up. And friendlies. Yeah. I mean, you meet some nice There's just people. more of both. That's true. But, yeah, I don't I don't miss the uh, the problems that we seem to create for ourselves. Yeah. The and place. the problems that come with splitting up, because that always happens, too. Why mm. do we do that? We gotta it's not. Sufficient. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes you gotta get some shit yeah. done. We're not gonna, we're gonna hold hands the whole time. <laughs> we can hold hands a little bit. A little more than we did. <laughs> but, yeah, a little yeah. less than none. All right. Yeah, let's let's uh let's stick together in the city. Yes. Uh, yeah, I love I love being on the road. Yes, and Gamey is a, a city, city halfling. City gal. City gal at heart. <laughs> yeah, city but we've only known her in, in, in the, the woods. Wilds. Yes. Yeah. I um, born and raised in the city. Yes. 
In the sewers, really. <gasps> in the poop pipes? Oh, in the rat sewers. <laughs> in the super poo rat sewers. Um, I feel like in the city, she's kind of like a little bit of a loner. Like, she obviously likes people. You know, like the artful dodger in Oliver Twist? Oh. You know, just like a ruffian. Just like knows all the people on the street, but maybe doesn't have any real close relationships. And that suits her fine, but I think in the woods... She feels that loneliness, mm -hmm. which is why she wanted to make so many friends with the group. Like friends? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now that she's going back, like you said, knows a lot of people, not a lot of close friends, mm -hmm. and now, like, her family, which has been, like, sort of a stalwart thing to rely on, it's like, <gasps> now that's in a little upheaval, so... <laughs> no comment. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> now, now the city maybe even losing a little of its appeal that it even had, so... Which is... I think she's questioning what home even means now. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially when the person who's been in her head for the last many days is uh, possibly disappearing. It's going to be jarring. He was unsettling. living rent-free in your Yeah. <laughs> well, he was paying rent in my emotional That's stress. <laughs> Sapping it. Yeah. Um, before I have a follow-up question for you, uh, uh, Harbor Lord rated us. Thank you so much. Hey, Everybody welcome. welcome. We're doing like a little... Talk back of the last, you know, yeah, 15 or so episodes. Share so. your D&D adventures, because that's yes. what we're doing. We're doing a little look back. Uh, as far yes. as for Kaimi, when the episode ended, did you have... You don't have to say, like, what she's decided to do, obviously, because mm. you might come back someday. But, like, was there an instinct? Was there, like, an, an initial, like, immediate urge of what you'd end up picking when you get back home? Or are you just, like, completely floored? I was pretty floored. <laughs> I don't know, as a care as a person, I have not, as Erica, have not thought a lot about Kaimi's relationship to her parents at the time that I got that whole letter and the whole spiel from <laughs> Mr. Bard guy. Um, wait, do we know what his name is? <clears throat> no. <laughs> Never have. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's in the Patreon uh, backstory. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, <it is>. Douglas. <laughs> oh yeah, I had not. <laughs> Douglas. The name of a bard. Yeah, I hadn't thought a lot about her relationship with her parents, so um, I have a lot of thinking to do. Yeah. 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 Damn. Um, yeah, I, I think when that reveal was sort of planned, I didn't know if you you actually took it in a very much direction of sort of sympathy and uh, sort of understanding with the bard. I didn't know if you yeah. were going to be like, no way, like, fuck you, man. Like, <laughs> get out of here with that bullshit. Like, my parents didn't do fucking anything. Fuck, like, it could have been, I, that could have been yeah. the way it went. And yeah. uh, I just didn't know if it was going to be a little more sort of introspective or a little sort of, but I feel like you yeah. and him almost reached sort of a, a mutual understanding rather than a clashing there. When it yeah, came. I think Douglas, which is his canon name mm -hmm. now, um, no is else. like maybe Kaimi's closest friend, mm -hmm. which is really sad. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. He's been dead for a long He's time. He's very <laughs> old. <laughs> oh, we can knock this one out of the park. How, how old is Kaimi's character? Uh, 20, 26? 26, no, it's I on, think. It's on, it's literally over there, I think. Oh, I'm going to mm, Yeah, mid-twenties. Uh, Older than me. <laughs> oh, how <laughs> yes. scary. Don't say that. Um, yeah, because she was born just after the War of Giants, as, and her parents were, like, fleeing to mm. Illusun, which is where they ended up. Um, I know it's here somewhere. 
Oh, he's... that's Robbie. That's why I'm looking at the wrong thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I realized. 26. Was... Yep. There we go. 26. Just got off that parent's health insurance and uh, <laughs> things are looking bleak. These are yeah, rough. Right yeah. <laughs> Stealing health potions where she can from people in the woods. Yeah. The Dillasoon, the library of the University of Dillasoon does not provide health insurance for its Aww. rat sewer employees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not officially employed. I don't have a contract. That's true. Freelance. Oh. Freelance. I'm a freelancer. Rat freelance. Life. Um, did you see a question that you had seen? Is that what you were trying to no. point out to me? <laughs> cool. Super helpful. <laughs> um, should I do another one of these, or do you want to roll? Please, no. Go ahead. Okay. And we'll roll one. Well, this one can apply to all of us. Um, obviously, all of these are, conversations are going to be spoiler alert, so I'm not even going to bother saying yeah, it. Yeah, if you're um, here, Because sorry. we are guests, and we're going to talk about <laughs> stuff that happened while she was here. You're going to get spoilers that aren't even spoilers, like Douglas. Like, that, yeah. that's not even real, <laughs> and it's been part. spoiled. It's real now. <laughs> um, what, uh, this is from Signs0912, what has been your highest and lowest points of season two so far? Ooh, as a player or a character? I'm assuming as a character. As players, it's been a mental struggle. <laughs> As a player, you spilled a whole thing of water in your lap. That was pretty low. Season two. He said season oh, they two. said season two. Um, oh, man. Lowest and highest. So Graven's lowest and highest. Um, the, I mean, there was, there was a few times where I thought we weren't all going to walk away from the Sunken King. I was, mm-hmm. That was pretty low. Um, Not the high part where you were like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> Flying horse. Walking away from their <laughs> lives. Walking away from their lives, yeah, honestly. Um, no, I think it, the guests are the high point. Like, that in general, like having a new dynamic and having. But that's as know, Anthony, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Graven, Graven doesn't love Kaimi. They have clarified did it's like for Kaimi. the Graven, I think, surprising to both of us, mm-hmm. I think, oh, yeah. um, that there was randomly this strange like similarity that they had where he, Graven felt like there was somebody else that he had possibly meaningful advice for, which oh. is like not something that Graven usually... Graven's like, I can help. Oh. <laughs> I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> Killed so many. I can, I can help one. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. That Kami must have been the guest that Graven got along with the best. Yeah, I would I think guess. so. I mean, not that you uh, didn't get along with. Not some. that I did. And again, Ravi was one of those things where I was only there for. Yeah, yeah he was, was on was, what three oh, episodes, yeah. and I was there with for one of those. So mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't really get a chance with Ravi, but yeah, Chris pissed me off. <laughs> I you mean, were very the genie temple, you were very brutalish <laughs> here. I was very brutalish here. Deidre, uh, uh, um, yes, Deidre's character, J1, um, I think mm-hmm. we were on the same page a lot of the time, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I didn't particularly get along, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and I wouldn't say Graven got along with uh, Sam either. Um, yeah. So, okay, you guys say it was rude to Shalir. It was all You made business. him crawl on the floor. There Ooh. was a reason. It wasn't for spite. Yeah, but who messed up then? You want to litigate every moment, <laughs> no, every die roll? You made a man, a grown man, crawl across ice. And we all survived because <laughs> of it. Yes. Or my eyes. No, oh, I, was, I, I just did this. Sorry. Um... <laughs> Funny you should say that, because I was going to say that the high point for Kaimi was Graven 
like having that little moment with her and saying, talking about his experience with the voice in his head, because I think that Kaimi is not particularly like close with her parents. Like they have a fine relationship, but they don't really talk about, you know, deeper things. And now Kaimi sees Graven as her dad. <laughs> Oh, that escalated very quickly. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> they were like getting along okay, and now he's really yeah, he's my dad, dad now, um, fully. Um, so that was very meaningful for her. <laughs> just happened that like it happened that way that you and I were on the on the bank bank, the and the rest of them were farting around in the river, <laughs> and their dumb legs caught and stuff. Yeah, and and you had a moment where you spoke to him out loud, and and I was like. I'm not gonna let that go. <laughs> yeah. That was delightful. Um, that's point. why Kimi's like, yeah, I can go kill my dad. I've got another one. <laughs> no problem. Well, that's no. part of the thought process. Yeah, yeah and low point was finding oh. out I might have to kill my dad. I was gonna say, I was like, we left you at your That was the lowest, visit. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's okay, I've got Graven now. Orbit? <laughs> High point, low point? Yeah. What would it be, man? Uh... I, I think one of the low points. Are you talking about Big Daddy Graven? <laughs> no, no. Oh. I'm laughing. There's a secret love between Graven and Ireland. Graveland. It's, it's so secret. It's so secret. It's almost like they hate each other. <laughs> it's so secret that we don't even know about it. Because um, I would say the l- lowest. I would say the lowest point is actually during the Sunken King fight when he like starts bringing up like memories and mothers and things. I think that was when Orba finally realized it's not just going to be like cultivating skills. It's going to be a lot of underlying things occurring in order for her to figure out how to do what she's trying to do. So cognitive behavioral therapy. (laughs) Yeah, she's going to go deep. Yeah, Orba was like, oh, I'm going to go out in the wild, kick some Undead yeah. butt and come home? That sounds great. Are you super powerful? Yeah. And then they're like, talk about your mother. And she's like, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Another one very close and similar is for Orba, just as I was thinking, is when you guys are like just about to start the Sunken King fight. And I think, I think it might have been Safira just is like, so we're doing this without Erland. The realization that you were going to go into that fight without yeah. Erland, who had kind of committed to the cause and that you advocated for, you know, back in, back with Cliff, that oh, yeah. that's a bit of a low point. Feeling that like the people, one of the people that sort of was entrusted for this task wasn't there for probably the biggest moment of it so far for for this particular moment. Oh yeah, and the fact that like without Kaimi being there, you would have been Fucked. Oh, yeah. Truly. <clears throat> she was the only one who did anything. We it's didn't do anything. 100%. <laughs> but she did a lot. She did. Graven lied down like this. Yes, he lied very flat. <laughs> Strategically <laughs> laying down. Strategically making people crawl. And he peered over little rocks. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> he rung the bell. He dinged the dong. He did dinged. He, he dinged, dinged a few dongs. Ding mad dong. Damn it. Uh, you know, I think about it, I don't know if I'd call it a low point, but th- realizing that Graven cannot physically see Reaper Orba mm. was such a, like, I, not only are we going to have to wrestle with the fact that our, you know, <laughs> the, our influences above us are at odds, but it's like, here is a physical manifestation of how... These things are gonna come to 
something. There's going to be <laughs> something bad. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I think there's even a question here that uh, discusses uh, that topic. Uh, oh, yeah, it was from Due Day. Um, <gasps> if I can ask it. Uh, Graven and Orba are on two clearly different deific paths. We know Kuzni has accepted Graven's wavering faith, but specifically asking him to stop Orba tapping into desecrated ground's power, which he didn't do uh, before or after. Do you think our cleric and wizard are going to... Uh, come to a clash of ideals or powers. That's like exactly what you were I mean, clash of ideals, it's like it, we are not at odds, but right. our paths are at odds. And so... Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Music's at odds. Yeah. Are you ready? I cast <laughs> calm emotions. Um, I, I don't know. I... I Fear it every episode. I fear <laughs> that there is going to be some kind of. I mean, and I didn't realize it at the time, but you gave me one of those recently with the desecrated grounds of like, defy, like help, defy me mm-hmm. and help her, or help me and like, not even defy you, like actively hurt you. <laughs> and so I think it's pretty obvious what I went with and what I even if I had understood what was going on what I would have went with <laughs> but I fear it every episode I fear every episode that there's going to be that the comeuppance like the the shoe's going to drop where it's going to be very clear that something that benefits me is going to be detrimental to you but like benefits you in a major major way I don't know keeps me alive what um, if it what keeps if it's me like secret keeps me your- parent back from the Avril, wherever plane they are? I'd like to not think about this. <laughs> For people who might not be like terribly familiar with the intricacies of the story, mm-hmm. uh, Graven is a cleric of certain gods that mm-hmm. are very... Um, why don't you describe it? You're the DM. He's one of the meddling gods, which are the more powerful, having most of the influence over the area that we're focused on. Mm-hmm. And Guzni always has kind of one chosen cleric, which was Graven, but Graven and him, their relationship came to a boil when Graven sort of discovered that he had been lied to about his past. So mm-hmm. now Graven, who is sort of a reluctant cleric of Guzni, and Orba, whose sort of mission is based around the cycle of the gods and making sure that old gods give the way to new gods and it doesn't just have this long gods sort of standing over everybody else with their power... Kuzni's one of the old gods, and somewhere along the way, Orba and Graven are, you know, in the back of their minds thinking Orba might have to put Kuzni out to pasture, and Kuzni might say, it's not time for that. Taking Graven with me. Well, honestly, that, yeah, that your path leads to people like me, maybe not being dead, but certainly being taken out of the picture in some way, like whether that's... (laughs) Losing all of my powers, losing my life, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to place a bet uh, that if it comes down to it, uh, Orba would take out Graven for her deity sooner than Graven would take out Orba. Oh, like if we, if we each had like on our, if, over like, our shoulders, yeah, it was like, like or something, yeah, yeah. like yeah, it's the only way forward. Mm-hmm. It's like the oh. uh, the Dark Knight thing. You're both in a room, and it's like if you press this yeah. button, the other person dies. Yeah. But if nobody presses the button, you both we'll die. die. <laughs> Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Yeah. I'm sure he's already thought about it. Or was like, I will will him to press it at the same time as me. <laughs> That's also really sad because then I can't talk to you about stuff. Orb is about to go through some crazy changes. And you mean when I'm dead? No, like oh, in right now, yes. like father figure type person. I can't like share some deep shit. No, I'll sit there like. <laughs> I support oh you. Whatever you're saying, I yes, support yeah. you. So yeah, that's do we you. answer the question? Yeah, I think we did. Highs and lows? Yeah. Oh, that and, no, the... Uh, oh, the other. The other, the due date one. Due date yes, one. yes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm scared. I, I think about it every week. And it's, I'm not gonna, that it's, it's not going to go well. Uh, no, it's not going to go well. It's going to go poorly. I recognize that, yeah, I'd have, I may have to give up life or power or limb or something. Yeah. I mean, that's where the good stuff is. I know. That's what is it? Yeah. Is I mean, that's the stuff. I mean, I know there's lots, all kinds of games that are sort of a little more... Exploration-based D&D, there's a little more combat-based, but ours is obviously sort of very story-driven, and there's sort of a end in sight. Well, that's one of the kind of endings of the big arc that, that's sort of out there. So, um, yeah, something that we've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my gosh. I'm reading for DM questions, because you've been <gasps> seriously neglected. You can ask a DM. Mm-hmm. Was there one that you in, like I wanted to get lost. to? Or? No, pick one. Well... Let's start at the beginning here that like talks about you creating the world. Okay. Uh, let's see. That's my world creating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we Started go. Started with a ball of clay. This is from Sussy Stung on Discord. Sussy. Uh, oh, Sussy. <laughs> Good evening, Sussy. <laughs> Uh, what drove you to go homebrew in the first place? Was it the desire to create and keep growing your creative ambition or something else? Yes, it was. Desire to sort of have simply more leeway and freedom. I had some loose sort of plot threads and the modules are great. They're super well written. They're a ton of fun to play through. I've seen other streams that are playing through Strahd and Fandelver and, and... Water deep, Waterdeep? yeah, the, all kinds of, and they're great, and there's tons of room for creativity. But just with some of the plot lines I had in mind, I was like, oh, rather than sort of try and work them into an already existing sort of through line, I was like, let's kind of start from scratch. And I did the thing where, which I highly recommend, although everybody has different styles, always start super small. I mean, I didn't build out this whole world from day one. We started in a very little, small locale on the southern coast of this continent, and each time the party moved, I sort of grew the world a little bigger until more and more and more. Like, if you ask me right now, like, the western cities of the continent, they're not terribly fleshed out at the moment. Like, I have some people... They got rats. Yeah. They got rats. Until soon, yeah. Um, I have some, like, people and places and stuff that, of course, I've mentioned in the campaign, but it all is just kind of... I work through it as it comes, and that just allows me to do, like you said, how do they phrase it, growing the creative ambition. That just keeps it manageable, that I say, okay, we'll start here. Who populates this area? How is that important to the party? And we just kind of piece by piece explore that. So it's been fun. Some of the best moments um, for me creatively are like when you guys were in Tuktu and deciding which way you were going to take north to Davikapura, 
I basically gave you four routes to take, and I didn't know which one you were gonna take, and you know, I I left it up to you guys, and because of that, <laughs> I was like, oh cool, that's the one they're interested in, that's the sort of locations I'm gonna make sure I flesh out the most, yeah. yeah. Can we share this? Yes, please. <laughs> so here's here's the little guide that he gave us. Here uh, if you wanna put it. Um, here's the little... Oh, sorry, <laughs> I grabbed and then I plugged. <laughs> Um, yeah, here's the little, uh, the different routes with cities and, um, significant, significant, like, areas, people that we might have met, or just, you know, difficult terrains that we might have gone along. And And we took blue route? Uh, No, you took green route. Green 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 route. Yeah. yeah. So that that was kind of a cool thing where I said, let's see what they're interested in. And they each were kind of themed in a way. The yellow one was the most like urban one. It took you through Katil, which has been mentioned since then. Um, The blue one was the sort of desolate, uh, most terrain sort of threatening. It was like through these sort of desolate. But it was the um, fastest. It was the fastest, yep. The green one was very much through the forests of the Ackley Grove, which had its own sort of thematic elements to it. And then the red was the kind of coastal road, which could have took you along the water. So each one it was sort of, I could have built out a different part of the world and you know, you guys ended up picking the Ackley Grove, so. Which, there's the one that people do as a challenge. That's on the blue route. That's the blue. There's a there's a, one of the locations, you can't read the text on the thing, but it's called Scrutiny. That's it. <laughs> and it's like a, it's almost like when people go camping and like, or even like Everest climbing. Like it's yeah. a personal Whoa. challenge yeah. to tackle this like unforgiving atmosphere. And I think at the web, when you first were looking at it, Graven was like, we should go there. <laughs> I should test myself. <laughs> Nobody will know that there was other people with me. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to go alone. That yeah. was sort of part of the yeah. Oh, wow. Why didn't we go along the coast? There was a reason that we it's went blue. It just was too long. Yeah. Well, those were the middle ones. The yellow was the longest route. Yeah. And the green and red were the middle ones, and the blue was the fastest. Yeah, I feel like there was like one specific outpost along the way. It did take you past Netter's Nook, yeah. which is big time gentle void territory. Yeah. And I think uh, Bazaar was still with the party at that time, and yeah. I think that was a deciding factor to her. Not so we went through Leopold's garrison yeah. instead. <laughs> the other big gentle boy. Yeah, they're everywhere. What are you gonna do? Um, can I build on that really quickly? You may. Is that okay? No. From compensation thrall at YouTube, when world building and writing, where do you struggle and how do you work on it? Uh, oh. Where do I struggle? Um, sometimes there's struggle in differentiating similar atmospheres, like. The party's gonna go through forests as they travel. <laughs> They're gonna go through a bunch of them. You travel, you go through the woods. And sometimes I have to sit and ask myself, okay, what makes this one different? What makes it interesting for the party? Like you guys have gone through the Ackley Grove, you've gone through Trickster's Thicket, parts of it. You've now gone through the Ebb Woods. Um, so there's all these different places and- Unique. <laughs> yeah, the, the struggle sometimes, and that I take a lot of time making sure is making sure that they all feel different, that they all have a different atmosphere. Even if it's, even if the place itself doesn't seem that different, but the people you meet there, like the Ackley Elves, were very different from the Elatrian Elves that you guys have met, two very, very different cultures. So I think that's both a difficult part, but also rewarding when it feels like you're not just rehashing some of the same material. Um, So yeah, there's the, 
forests, that was one. I mean, you guys are coming up on the Ropper Mountains, which is going to be another mountainous terrain. Aww. It's going to be very, very different than the Shockey Mountains. Um, it's going to be no, no one in it. It's going to be peaceful, <laughs> tranquil, no maybe a, the, the occasional all-mirage. hot spring. <laughs> oh, yeah, all-mirage. <laughs> but yeah, I always try to ask myself what makes this interesting for the players who have already gone through areas like this. What will make it interesting this time? And if it's sometimes the answer is it's not or like there isn't something and if that's the case that's the time when you have to be like okay maybe maybe this is a one episode forest and not a <laughs> not a 10 episode forest because you know you don't want to linger in a place that feels like oh, we've kind of already been here we've done this so um, something that can be difficult to let go like if I had built up a big location and then I'm like eh, I don't really have anything for this so I guess we'll just go through it really quickly <laughs> but it depends it always depends so, yeah. Wow, I I would have never thought that, but looking on it now, like every forest and every city that you've made is so distinctly different. I mean, you've experienced two forests yourself. Yeah, and two very different forests. Holy moly. The Ebwoods are built different. It's <laughs> <laughs> true, and unbuilt different. They broke. Oh, that backstory is like one of my favorites, too. So cool. <laughs> How the Ebwoods came to sink. Oh, that was killer. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, of course. Let's throw one to Erica. Yeah. Because we've talked about some shit that had nothing to do with gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I like listening to you guys. Uh, um, let's, this is a good one. <laughs> I know the answer to this, but then we'll elaborate on it. Was this your first time playing Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. <laughs> what was it, how did it compare to what you expected? Was it different? How was it different? Sort of... Um, <laughs> this is such a lame answer, but my only context for Dungeons and Dragons was watching Stranger Things. Um, not the first. And having a lot of friends who have told me a lot throughout my life that I would really like Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> and like fans of shows like, you know, Critical Role, kind of tell me. You can say that. <laughs> People know who they are. It's okay. I've actually still never watched it, but being like, Erica, you have to watch this. Like, you you love it, and like whatnot. Um, I had friends in college who played and were always trying to get people to come and play, but I never had time. Um, and it is so much better than I even in my wildest dreams thought it would be. It's the best thing ever. Obviously, I have been extremely lucky to not just like play Dungeons & Dragons, but to play in Matt's world, which, as we just discussed, is wildly fleshed out. And yes. it's the coolest thing ever. Like, I think somebody asked about day jobs and I'm an actor. Um, but it's like better than acting because you actually get to make choices. <laughs> like, you know, like you can be, if you're in the zone and you're acting, you're like, oh wow, I'm existing in this world right now, this is cool. But you still have to like pull out your lines that you've memorized or your character's choices are preordained. But when you're live action role playing, you are fully immersed. Like, I literally feel like I black out every time I'm in this room. <laughs> and then I open the door and I'm like back in real life. So, we don't. Like drug her. <laughs> There's something like in these skittles. No. Uh, why are they nice. gray? But... That is the most generous director of all because uh, because of that. Because yes. no. because it, there is a framework, but but we get to do whatever we want. Oh my god, it's so cool. Yeah, I mean, you took to it. I mean, oh, every time we have a guest here, I would say also um, Chris. Maybe I was gonna say we had a professional passing relationship you know before you came to play mm -hmm. and uh, you know just not knowing what 
you know, I obviously had seen you act, so I knew you were a talented actress, but just not knowing what someone's gonna bring to the room. You have yeah. no idea what someone, the energy that they're gonna bring, the kind of character they're gonna bring, whether they're gonna sort of take the lead or if they're gonna wait to see what the other people do. You just really never know. Um, so when you came in, it was just, I'm always excited when we have a guest to see how they fit into the picture because it always requires some adaptation on my and the party's part because I'm like, oh, that's what they're like. Okay, let's see. <laughs> what do we need to do like yeah. to make sure that that fits into the to the, to the dynamic? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Mike, Amy was so funny from like the absolute get go. Like, <laughs> I remember who did you say that you're like? Oh, the artful dodger mm-hmm. that from Oliver. I think didn't you say? Uh, there was like a little element of Jet from Avatar. Oh, I was yeah. thinking of Jet, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like she just... even was she was introduced in a tree. Like yeah. yeah, Jet isn't that funny. He's just sexy. I don't think I think Kaimi <laughs> thinks she's sexy like Jet, but she's I could a little tell bit not. She's a little goofy, but yeah. she sees herself as a Jet. Yeah, type. a little more like Jesper from Six of Crows. If mm-hmm. anyone's read that series, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I remember as soon as you like opened your mouth, I was like, I have never even considered having a character with this kind of like attitude and <laughs> energy level. Like it was just awesome to watch. It was so much fun. Um, so job well done. That was your first time playing D&D. Jesus. Oh, yeah. I'm just so happy to be here. Straight <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to camera. Um, the, you said you had, you have friends that play? Mm-hmm. Like, regular games did did you talk to them about your experience here and did they ask like yeah i immediately texted many of them <laughs> after my first like one off here like, and was Jones like and who's yeah, got a game <laughs> i was like you were right when are we playing um but i'm also like i haven't played in a different campaign since this started so i'm like worried about creating a new character and how that's all going to go it's going to be very new yeah. but oh bring kaimi she's down to clown on <laughs> i mean yeah she's off on her own thing so i guess she yeah. can just hop around portal go <laughs> She's like, before I go home and deal with some stuff, <laughs> I'd like to explore the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, fun adventure. Um, this ties into your exit of the last time you were on the show. Kimi has once again oh, left the party without the painting supplies she gave to her. Which I totally knew and did on purpose. Faith. <laughs> Both times. Is this a confirmation we'll see her again in the future to take back what's hers? <sighs> That's up to Matt. Oh. <laughs> um, perhaps. <laughs> there's lots no of ways. Paints or not, I'm sure that there's no. lots of ways for... We did... Oh, sorry. You said that you gave it to Erland, but I think because he was so weird about his slots there for a while... Did I he give it to you? I... Oh. I have it written down. You mean Erlen gave them to you after that? Very quick, like literally the, in he the was same like, moment. Take the scar. Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> like he handed him off, and he was like, Ugh. yeah. He was like, give us something, and he's like, I can't carry this. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think. Okay. So, okay. That's all I say. Mm. And if you ask nicely, you can, you might be able to have them. But yes, you maybe come I back want to do Raven that. to keep them Aww. as a token to remember me by. My dad. Do a Tobias as in his blue makeup, blue like yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only in color. Only in color. Uh, Dumb. Uh, oh, t- to the two of you. Yes. Because there's one that was directed to the both of you. Uh, Crap. 
This is either Dude or, or Travis from YouTube. I forgot to credit it. Thanks, guys. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> Can you walk us through the character of Kaimi? Was she always Erica's character or just a random inconsequential encounter that turned into a beloved PC? What ideas or concepts informed Erica when deciding uh, how she would sound, act, think? And interact with things. We kind of touched on it a little bit, but yeah. feel free to. So the 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 halfling that you, the party passed by was always planned to be Kimi, and and you and Anthony yeah. was also doing right away. He was like, "You didn't say anything. You didn't, you didn't say, say nothing. <laughs> no words." And I mean something. Uh, yes, that was always planned to be Kimi. I, I liked the idea that they got a glimpse of her, as opposed to it just being someone that they had only seen for the first time, because that tells you kind of a lot about a character. It, like she was running from the elves and immediately the party kind of had something in their head about who she might be so yes that was that was planned what uh, ridiculousness she was up to <laughs> but yeah I mean we talked about you obviously coming on the show for mm -hmm. the first time and, and what your expectations were did you have an idea of the kind of Kiimi you wanted to bring or were you like let's see what happens I think you room? you asked me like just like a couple questions because you didn't want to overwhelm yeah. me <laughs> and you were just like what kind of like do you want to be like someone with magic I was like definitely just a little dash of magic because I knew that would also make it more complicated to play and mm. I was nervous about all the rules um, so a little dash of magic and um, to be a trickster, I specifically said I wanted yeah. to be a trickster because I was in the middle of reading two books, which are both very good. Trickster Makes This World by Lewis Hyde and The Heroine with 1001 Faces by Maria Tatar, which both talk about like the legacy of tricksters in storytelling and also kind of how women have sort of played the roles of tricksters no matter where they appear in folklore and fairy tales. And I just really enjoy that and I thought that would be fun. Nice. I'm gonna get those books names yeah. together. Like, yeah, after. Down, drop it in the That's chat. Nice. Yeah. One day I'm gonna have to play a different fucking character, so yeah. should probably start Every soon. Yeah. <laughs> she I just cycle of boof me here. Oh, I'm sorry. Dare you? If you guys How all get ever say that? Uh, if you guys all get beat to death by a gorilla, that will be an unsatisfying <laughs> ending to this campaign. And that's it on the campaign too. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, concepts informing, I think, interact with others. Yeah. I mean, I think we answered that. Um, yeah, and we love that. I mean, it really brought in a very different energy. I think, like, what were other We've had some high energy guests, but but I think Kimi yeah, was sure. up there that came in with like a really sort of focused energy. I mean, Shalir had a very high energy, but in a different way because he didn't he didn't know what he was doing. He's like lost. like yeah. Kimi had like a mission, and yeah. Shalir was like, "I've been stuck here. How the hell do I get out of here?" Like he didn't have like a specific goal. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, miss <laughs> <is> him. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if he's dead. We're gonna guess that he's dead. He might not be dead. Like sending to him. Yeah. Is it gonna just get spiked by Kuzni though? Not if I don't <laughs> say your stupid name like an idiot. Please don't say my stupid name ever again. Tell me my name. He's not even like talking about Orba. He's just like, and then what's Orba up to? Bonk. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Um, uh, is that a now thing? Uh oh. <laughs> what happened? We have uh, coverage from the field. Oh, no. <laughs> Making my phone go off while we're in the middle of a night live stream. Son of a bitch. Uh, Everyone take a guess. Take what did he say? What does he want? About. What do you think he wants? Like to call in. Like, Ooh. Do, like I said, from the field. And We don't have any questions for you. <laughs> from the field. Hey, and live from coming Kinaga, to you live. Yeah. We have Erland. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving. Merci. Oh, hello. Turn the music off. 
That is that is on speaker. Why is my speaker so quiet? So quiet. Uh, hold on one second. There you go. There we go. There we go. Oh, here we go. We're, we're pumped, baby. Ooh, there we go. Pumping us up. All right. You have a question for us? Let's make sure. Yeah, we're, we're uh, longtime fans, first time callers. Um, <laughs> a quick question. So, this is a question for Kaimi, if that's cool. Yeah. Um, so she, it's not. What else you got? <laughs> she took Erlen's um, clothes. She took like all of Erlen's warm clothes. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be important later in the story. And, and, and how does she know. plan on getting it back to him? Well, Kaimi thought that when Erlen came back, they would fist fight based on certain comments that John had made on YouTube. And that didn't end up happening. So <laughs> right, um, right. just to maybe pick a fight for the next time she maybe oh, shows so up, she did take his stuff. Oh, so it's like, uh, uh, so it's we're on a dirt road right now, and the car just almost hit us. But so we're you're on, driving right now. We're, 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 on a, we're on a dirt road in the middle of the. Ontario. Goodbye. <laughs> we almost got hit by a car. Are you in a uh, car or are you walking? No, we're on we're on a dirt road and. What? That's <laughs> not answering the question. On wheels or on your unicycle? Okay, you're walking. <laughs> Yes, totally intentional. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's that's great. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, thanks, guys. I, you know, the campaign's going super well, and we really can't wait to see where it goes uh, going forward. We're big fans. Big fans. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Oh, one last thing, by the way. We think Graven has the paints in Otter Orleans. Bye! <laughs> they were really in character for that bit. <laughs> Click. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Erland and Sabira. Yeah. We miss them and love them See you next week, much. you. Erland and Sabira on a dirt road. <laughs> I'm going to text them because I feel mean now after hanging up. Oh. <laughs> oh. Live. They know, right? They know me. Yeah. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Thank you for accepting the chaos. See them next episode. Where, where they're going to get dirt roaded. Oh. <laughs> the... Oh, no. Oof. The... Next question, I think we're gonna roll for again. Oh, Let's okay. bust roll. out the goods. Yeah, you wanna roll? Sh- the shall end? I? Yes, yeah. and I'll go from where we left off last time, which was. Bada bing. Safety first. Oh, I gotta folks. zoom out too. Oh, where's okay. the. Uh, where's uh, yeah, let's take that. Roll with care. Whoa. Whoa, oh, so God. far out. So far. So I'm gonna zoom back Don't in. look at my lap. You don't know All right. down there? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Oh, I didn't know. 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 At a fresh, yeah. fresh batch of babes. <laughs> we, we babes. Uh, in the D&D world. I mean, this is our first proper campaign. Mm-hmm. Erica's first introduction. Yeah. And then... I, pl- I played a single one-shot with Comrade Tortell and his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, 
many years ago. Where Mr. I, Richard Clock. Mr. Richard Clock. That's yes. right. Switch, switch for like actually for like a year and a half probably. It's been like forever that he hasn't. Anyway, um, that was my my first. I'll I'll alter this question uh, to to step back from D and D to just tabletop. How about that? Ah, sure. Because sure. I know that you're both avid uh, uh, board game players. Sure. There's a, literally a collection all around <laughs> us here. That you can't see in the studio. Um, and my tabletop history is more Magic the Gathering. I, I played a lot of Magic, uh, both, well, I went, there, there are dozens of us, where I played in middle school, uh, stepped away from it for a long, long time, and then in the last, like, four years, picked it back up and have bought way too many cards uh, <laughs> since then. But, uh, but yeah, for, for strict D&D and tabletop RPG, this was definitely my first... Like and edition, when you played that first time with Richard Clock, was that 5th edition? It must have been, yeah. Because it was recent enough? Yeah. Class race? What, oh. what were you in that campaign? I think they made me a bard, because I'm like, <laughs> um, I was the actor. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I was they like, were like, I don't know what they like means. that shit. Classic Douglas. Exactly. Classic Douglas. Yep. Exactly. Doug. So, <laughs> I, I think, if, if Mr. Richard Clock, if you're, if you're out there and you remember it. I'm pretty sure it was hard. Yeah. And then you played in an online campaign. Was that was also Richard Clock? Uh, it was yes. DM'd by somebody else. Uh, was it Mario or Andy that was DMing? <laughs> I don't even remember. But yes, that was the little fun we had uh, near the beginning of the, uh, the the pandemic, where yeah, we were all signing in and playing online. I would be playing this on Sundays and that on like Mondays, uh, and I got to play Dougal uh, Deep, <laughs> the the dwarf. Um, a druid. <laughs> Is that really what you did? Yes. <laughs> Do it again. Diggle Dun Deep was my name. I remember you coming. Scottish accent. I remember you coming in on Sunday after that, after you did the first time, and you were like, I was level six. <laughs> I had so many spells. Like I was, I was casting crazy yeah. shit. I was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do, I do remember being very pleased with being the higher level. Yeah. That was also back when we were level four too. Yeah. At the level five. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if when when we have our second campaign, we, we probably won't start from one. I think that's common for uh, a lot of veteran players to sort of jump in a little bit further, just because you get to the meatier part of your skills a little faster. Like yeah. the first couple of levels, your skill set's pretty limited, which is great if you're learning, because it's like very incremental. You don't have to yeah. learn a million things at once. Rare frost. I demand Rare to be frost. I demand to be level one no matter what everybody <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, like to be handheld around. <laughs> <laughs> the return of Dougal. Dougal deep. It was something about how I was like trying to avenge the death of my wife or something <laughs> that like that. That sounds exactly like, like the dad from How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got oh, Scottish people. Hip hop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, now, we already know this was your first intro to D&D. Oh, now yes. that you have played, if you were to do a campaign, is there like a class or that interests you that isn't rogue that you were playing already? Are you like, Ooh. Ooh, what else would I try? Like being a sorcerer. Like magic, but more like real magic. Magic, not but like, like not like more magic. magic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not like silly little. No one would train me at the university because they were racist magic. Mm, like yeah. magic, magic. Yeah. And sorcerer, that's like innate magic, not yeah. like nerd wizard magic. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Books. 
sorcerers are just Emily like... Emily, five feet tall. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm so mad at you. Throw yourself with magic, why don't you? <laughs> What's this? My birth certificate? It has my height on it. I don't know why she'd be five feet tall on her birth certificate. <laughs> cell phone. Classic you. cell phone. Bing, bang, bow. <laughs> Burn. Yes. Self burn. Yes. I think we've had this one before. I think we might have even. We'll see if anything's changed. Uh, in addition to what would you classes that you're interested in in a, in a new campaign? Um, I think we did this at the last talks, but has anything changed? Yeah. I don't know. But I think I said barbarian last time, mm-hmm. maybe, and I, I probably would stick with that. Something real physical. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, what? Well, uh, not bard. <laughs> and and Dru- I think druid has some similarities to cleric. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe like a because rangers. I feel like there's a, a lot of different paths you could take. Yes. Right. And if people are, we, we haven't talked as much about it, but for people who are playtesting some of the one D and D like new five E stuff, there's oh, a yeah. lot of changes to. So far, there's been a, I, at least from what I've heard, a lot of changes to bard. Ranger, something else too. Like some of the some of the yeah. physical classes are getting kind of a rework because people felt that sort of as you get later and later, the spellcasters sort of overshadowed some yeah. of their abilities. That was yeah. my impression. I don't know. That may not be true. Yeah, some kind of some kind of crazy ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been curious about artificer. Uh, see what that's all about. I don't know a ton about it, but I like like when I read the initial stuff and the descriptions of the spells. It's intriguing. Um, and then cleric, I actually think I would enjoy. I'm, I'm when I play like Dota and stuff. I was always like a support player, like position five yeah. type stuff. And I think, uh, I think I'd have fun. Yeah. Oh. It'll be hard oh. for me to give that up to give up <laughs> uh, support because that I find myself playing that too. Um, yeah, unlike Overwatch and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love being the healer. I don't. And obviously, I'm not a typical cleric. Yeah, it's um, a little. I think but, the yeah. healing also. I I think that there's, and I know people have had this experience where sometimes as the healer, you feel like that's your only thing. Like that's people. That's all people. Sure. But I think that'd be less boring. <laughs> oh <laughs> damn. Damn. But I also think it gives you a lot of power, like to in battle decide who's getting healed or like who you save healing for or how much you oh, save goodness. like there's a lot of kind of managing <laughs> that responsibility if you're the only one certainly I mean he's the only sure. proper healer in this group but. everybody always listens to you when they, when you say <laughs> they, to they insult you until they're going down and they're like I love you please 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 <laughs> yep yep uh, as Erlen gets exploded by a bomb oh my and then God. is like where's my Hey, I mean, he probably saved Orba and Graven. He did with that. I mean, that was that was gonna be dangerous. It was gonna be close because Saphir got two shots on that guy and missed both shots. Yeah, uh, yeah, it would have been bad. Which was some of the only shots she missed in the whole yeah. thing. She killed a lot of stuff. She got a lot of work done. He needed to die for us. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is worthy trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm was, fine. Was good. I was okay with it. Uh, um. What would you, Mr. DM, when you become a PC someday, mm. maybe? Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, I, I think I am interested in spellcasters and maybe some of the hybrid ones. Like, I like the 
idea of the physical sub physical classes that have magical subclasses. Mm. Like Arcane Trickster, there's a fighter one that has magic. Yeah. There's a monk one that's like way of the fiery fist. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it is, but there's another one where like you're using kind of magic with your physical. So there's a number of subclasses like that. I like those. Those are cool. Um, I'm really scared of multi-classing. I feel like mm-hmm. I would want to... Because you, you literally are level one when you start. You're level one in that. Yeah. Right? You like dip you, your toe in Do it. you get the benefits of being like a combined level? Like we're what, level five right now? Mm-hmm. If I went level one into something else, would I get the benefit of being level six in other ways? Like, yes, like health-wise and stuff. Yeah. But you wouldn't get the benefits of... Any of the clerics. Like a cleric level six thing. <laughs> You're it's not getting tough. those now anyway, so. <laughs> All things to think about when you die and have to come back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All the things to think about. Um, and just to finish up that one, yeah, 5e is the only addition we played. Like I said, I mean, mm-hmm. this is our first Definitely. campaign. Yeah. Um, I, I mentioned this on stream one time, but we probably will dabble with 1D&D when things start to solidify a little bit. I mean, right now it's very much in its early play testing. I think some people were mentioning, someone said they had played in 1 d and I don't know. Someone was also saying that they're making they the martial it, classes a little they weaker. They made them weaker, not stronger. <laughs> I feel like that's the opposite of what people have been wanting. <laughs> wanted. I mean, the martial classes definitely keep up for the most part. I think just at the high, high levels, some of the spells are just so powerful that, that yeah. they feel like but, I don't know. I don't know. Level that's now, level that level five fireball. Like, oh, there's stuff way more powerful than that shit. Uh, that's all yeah. my tiny brain can wrap itself around right now. <laughs> that's okay. the only spell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Should we do one more before we uh, take one more question? Yeah. Yeah. One question. Yeah. Um, Has anybody be... not rolled the big die? I have not. Or you should. Oh, cry. Carefully place the box. Like a hamster cage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The finest New York dollar stores can buy. Before you roll that. <laughs> oh, yes. This, I just saw this question. That's a perfect segue from you talking about fireballs. So we're going to throw this in real quick. Assuming average monster manual kobolds, which they pretty much were, Graven's two fireballs dealt a cumulative 70 damage across 14 kills. Thank you, Duday. How does that as a player feel? And what about Graven? Does he feel any differently after that? Aww. Massive extermination was the phrase used. Oh my God. <laughs> that is... Honestly, I have thought about how that's a little taste of old school Graven. Oh no! And how, and how he might have rocked up into a possible... Village in the woods. The old and, Nolan's woods. And yeah, I mean, it's uh, when he had to do it to save his friends. It's just it, it was justified. Oh, um, <laughs> love that. And they're kobolds, you know. I have I used. Dang. Uh, they, I'm sorry. I'm fine with it. <laughs> they, you're right. If I had used that on a group of, uh, you know, humanoids. Maybe it would have been. <laughs> they built that elevator. They are very smart. Yeah. I, I have no defense. <laughs> I it felt good. I fucking loved it. I want to do it In again. In fact, now that I know they're humanoids, it feels better. 
I fireball. I will always save a level three slot now for fireball. Not for revivify. Not but for revivify, but for fireball. Um, <laughs> no, I, honestly, it felt awesome. It was great. I loved being able to. I've been waiting to use that for a long time. But yes, it, it, I, I spoke the truth. As Graven, it was one of those things where I. I thought about how these were the powerful things that Graven used to use mm. on yeah. the innocent and the naughty alike. <laughs> Who he thought was all naughty, but yeah. later found out maybe wasn't. Somebody Graven told me they were naughty, and I'm believing. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Yeah, I want to do my thing. Yes, please do. Sorry. Roll I interrupted for Roll the cage. Oh, yes. And oh, that was uh, I do need to re-roll though. I think it was an eighteen. Oh, I've just been counting from the last. Oh, list never mind then. To keep it rolling. I will transition uh, back. One. Thank you, Jukes. Carefully <laughs> <laughs> with the box. You're killing it. Thank you. Eighteen. You picked one of your own. Sweet. Orba has been off the Reaper juice since her fight <laughs> with the Sunken King. <laughs> <laughs> Any particular special reason for that? Did she feel icky after gaining power from an evil or desecrated looking place? Yeah, I think that's almost entirely it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like aside from the obvious like tactical thing of not having, the cleric can't see her and they're gonna go into the Ebwoods, which is pretty dangerous. I was also pretty nervous about, not me, Orba was pretty nervous about entering the Ebwoods as the Reaper, like, just not knowing if that would bring more attention. There's a lot of death in the Ebwoods. Lots of death. Although, apparently, maybe when I would try to speak to Douglas, not that his name's Douglas now. Dougie boy. Dougie boy. Dougie doo. Uh, maybe I would have been a little more successful getting through to him had I been in yes. the Yes. <laughs> um, so, you know, double-edged sword. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think after having a moment where she's like it's so it was so horrific so terrifying to like describe these horrific scenes where there's just a bunch of masticated corpses and and rotting bodies and like we've been around that before in the campaign and we've all been like just disgusted by it and then Matt being like it smells like maple syrup on a hot summer day (laughs) and you're like oh no I'm Evil. Uh, that's oh. what I like about the the Reaper is that it's not evil. It, like totally, there's, <laughs> it's not evil. The the passing of one thing and the bringing in the new is very sort of time. Yeah, uh, the natural order of things. Of course, and I mean she also is a religious person, so she recognizes you know the god of death and that there's you know she knows the stories and the lore. But like that was the first time that there was like a visceral change to death, and it was like a boon in a way also just being able to, to absorb powers from it like to understand that if I truly ever needed to do something ever again that I needed bolstered for like where are we gonna do that and how am I gonna do that like make her own desecrated grounds yeah like I think desecrate some shit I think it's <laughs> practical enough where she's like I think I need to do this or else it's not gonna go well but it's not gonna be good like She's such a sweet little gal, and she's gonna have to just. They were human remains, right? Um, mixed. Yeah, I mean, it was mixed. Could we get away with some, you know, mostly animal, like woodland animals? Good try. That we I say go apart? for it. Oh, what would, <laughs> here we go. Desecrate some ground. <laughs> what, yeah, how, like, what would be that 
Well, you don't have to say it now if you'd want to save it for when Orba tries to desecrate some crowds. Get out the cleaver. <laughs> but yeah, is it is it mostly just like having these disposable items strewn about, or is there like a ceremony to it? Uh, the ceremony thing bodies. you guys definitely don't know. But yeah, from what you've seen, it's like a lot of it, especially back when you first saw the desecrated ground, way, way, way back when you were rescuing Jillian, mm-hmm. it's like unearthed corpses as if someone like like something was buried and you desecrated it by oh. taking it. So maybe not killing it yourself, <laughs> or you could, but like sort of unearthing it and all Somebody, Brave, lo- somebody loved this person enough to bury them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Graven will do it. It's not a problem for him. <laughs> I say, Kuzni, this is just a destroy it again later. <laughs> so yeah, I think... Uh, just the idea that that's in her future, possibly as a tool she might have to utilize, is a little, little scary. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And that she drew not just sort of an insignificant little Whoa. boost. It was like huge. That was the good shit. And also, like coming from like uh, training as a, as a wizard, uh, her teacher would stress the like importance of respecting power and not being too drawn into it um, and abusing it and getting kind of uh, drowning in power. So having that like, just like raw power just suddenly at her disposal all of a sudden was kind of uncomfortable. But I think nice. I think also for Kiimi, which what I think is cool about that is you've been around magic. She's, she's worked yeah. at the, she works for the university. So, she has a little bit of magic at her disposal, but she's been around some reasonably powerful people. But I would say in Dilasun, which is very much a, one of the major, major cities on the continent, it's rare that you see, like, necromancy. And, like, even the non-necromancy, like, something so sort of raw like that, like you said, that isn't, like, a very carefully calculated yeah. wizards in their labs. Epidemic. Yeah, like, doing a very, very careful magical study. She, you saw something that was, like, so innate and sort of visceral from Orba, um, which I don't think she sees. Okay, Amy thinks Orba is dead. What? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you saw her glowy eyes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. She's a ghost! <laughs> A big old ghost. Watch her make out with a skull. What? <laughs> Does that prove she's a ghost? No. <laughs> she's into some weird dead shit. You didn't like whisper to it or anything, did you? I'm just making that up. All right. <laughs> yep. It's a different necro. <laughs> oh. Necromancer. Um. <laughs> That's I can't good. take credit for that. Other people have said it. You're not the first? <laughs> to say next. I'm kidding. I've never heard of it. <laughs> I'm glad I could bring it to light. Mm-hmm. Um, excellent. Thank you so much uh, for your questions, everybody. Yeah, um, we might, yeah, yeah. we're going to browse through the chat, maybe pick up a couple other questions. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back. We'll answer more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thanks for hanging out. Share stuff with us. If you guys have some, we'll maybe read some people's anecdotes about their own campaigns. We're happy to oh, kind of, yeah. you know, weigh in and, and you know, we love to hear about kind of similarities between campaigns and what other people are thinking about when they create a character. What are you guys thinking about when, when you're making a character? What have you played? What have you liked to play? Um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll chat about it when we get back. Yeah. We might also... Um, uh, pugilize, oh, we can, perhaps. We, we, we didn't mix in games yet, but we might mix some games in. Yeah, um, yeah you, didn't, you didn't get to play any mini games. Uh, 
miniatures. That is the best part of cities. Lots of gambling. There's a lot. Of, yeah, gambling in minigame cities have, have good stuff. droves of... Uh, um, I will also do thanks for like subs and stuff. I, I also am seeing people highlighting other people's questions mm. for them. That's so very sweet. Nice. I love our community. We're the best. You Make guys. sure to keep track of those loans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come a calling. Um, so thank you for doing that. That's very, very kind. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We're going to be back in a be quick right little back. break here, and then uh, we'll jump back in and we'll, we'll uh, answer a few more. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll be right back. Be right back. Tabletop Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. Consider subscribing to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. The amazing thing is you can do this for free if you have an Amazon Prime account. You may also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tabletop Notch for updates, announcements, and moderate to severe foolishness. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. Now, where were we? Oh. Ooh. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for staying. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Everybody, to Welcome Tabletop back. Talks. Uh, if you're just joining us, what's up? Um, what's up? We're doing a little talk back, chatting a little bit about... Season two thus far, answering some questions. We might uh, do a little more reading from the chat. We got we dove into some of the hard-hitting questions mm. that we'd uh, received. Um, but before we do that, two things. You're going to do your thing. Uh-huh. And then we have a hard-hitting question unrelated to the campaign. Oh. But hit us first with, with the stuff. All right. Everybody's been so delightful tonight. Here we go. Get ready. Jellybug37 resubscribed. Dulce Denis resubscribed. Harbor Lord rated us. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Yes, I, I've said that, but I just want to make sure it was said. Uh, Chewbacca132 uh, subscribed. Thank you very much. Semi Cobra did 200 bits. Jellybug did 100 bits. And that's weirdly where it ends on my app. God damn it, Twitch. Is it on this thing? Let me quit out and come back real quick. Okay. Just hold. While hold. you're thinking about that. <laughs> what is it, Chewbacca? We have with us uh, the okay, resident. No, stop, I've got it. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, man. Scorpion Jebsy. I'm so sorry. I messed that one up every time. Resubscribed. Sammy Cobra did 200 bits. Jellybug did 100 bits. Sammy Cobra did 100 more bits. And now a Brandy LA resubscribed. Uh, wow, it really just like eliminates some things. Crazy Leg subscribed, and I think I've gotten everything now at this point. You can thank delve you in now. I apologize. Sorry, but also thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Aww, you. Really, really appreciate it. Um, prime subscription, if you have it. Yeah. That's my pitch. If you have one, oh, use it. And one final thing before you do your question. I'm so no, sorry. No, please. Um, we might also be watching some clips, but however, we ran out of time and didn't clip anything ourselves. So if there are people in chat who want to create a clip from one of our past episodes on Twitch and throw it in the chat, just let us know what it's regarding before we throw it up because <laughs> we're going to have to talk about it. Um, if it can stay within like the season two area and stuff, we'll throw them up and watch together and remember um, all the fun memories. The thing that you're, I didn't, I hadn't looked at it until just now. The thing that you were mispronouncing is dulce, like a dulce de leche. <laughs> Oh, Dulce. That's what not was the one I was pronouncing. Oh, it wasn't? I, I didn't delve into the... Oh. I mean, I, I guess I say Dulce Denis. Oh, you Am said I... it that way? Oh, Yeah, it's Scorpina Gilepsi. What? Scorpina Yeah, you pronounced that Dulce. Did you hear the man? 
we have <laughs> with us today <laughs> the Riordanverse expert. <laughs> and therefore, we must ask you, or Jeremiah must ask you for this. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremiah, for caring about my line of work. <laughs> my Which research. couple is the second best in the Riordanverse? Yes. Because we all know that Percibeth, Percibeth is, is the greatest love story ever told. Um, I gave this some thought in the last 24 hours, and if you have listened to all 70-something episodes of my podcast... Um, seaweed Brain. Seaweed Brain. Should we bring those Jackson up? Should we listen podcast. through those before we... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just start them up. Um, I actually think most of the canon ships in the Riordanverse are several levels below Persebeth, and that's good because they're about young people, and I think it's important to have representation of young people in relationships that aren't great, and they end up leaving and moving on. Um, but canon-wise, I would have to say Tyson the Cyclops and Ella the Harpy are a fantastic relationship, and non-canon, um, I would have to say Valgrace, which is a ship that was recently brought to my attention between Jason Grace and Leo Valdez. That is not a canon ship. Um, you can listen to the most recent episode of my podcast if you need elaboration on that. Um, I hope that didn't make anyone very scared. There you go. I hope you didn't just put oh. that question in because you thought you were going to get some blow-off answer. Because you got the real deal. Yes, the real and also, when you said it was non-canon and then you said it was a ship, I thought you were talking about an actual boat because you were like, this is not canon. So I was like, it could have been. It's mythical ships. It could have been the Argo. It could have been... <laughs> the Argo 2. That's the name of the boat in Prison but Jackson. does it have yes. something that... Do, is it in love with too? another boat? <laughs> no. Oh, that's what I thought. <laughs> the Weatherlight from Magic the Gathering. Is that another boat? It's a boat. <laughs> boat ship. Everybody name boats. Yes. <laughs> Mythical boats. I can't. <laughs> um, no a boat? A, a mythical boat? Throw out another mythical know. boat. Mythical boats, everybody. The ghost oh, ship from the movie Ghost Ship. Oh, yeah. oh, everybody oh the Dawn Treader. The Dawn Treader. The Black Pearl. Okay. Oh, damn it. Jordan, That's probably the only one I want to know. Who's <laughs> <laughs> got boats? Um, well... <laughs> <laughs> While she racks her brain. Something from Black Sails. Or I guess those are all real. The, oh, uh, they say it all the time at Black Sails. The, <laughs> the, the Orca, no, the Erka Gold. Is that what they say? Is the that Ur a ship? Yeah, I think it's Erka. I don't know what the rest Erka. of that is. Oh, stop putting me on the spot, man. Uh, the old, old boat. The big old boat. The old crusty. <laughs> yes. Okay. The barnacle. Oh, the Flying Dutchman. The flying Dutchman. Okay. Yes, of course. Snake Dog 54. Um, I've seen Spongebob, too. Erica, <laughs> sorry. Thank you, Stonia. The USS Constitution, yes. Um, myth. The Santa Maria. The, the... <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> you got it. Oh, you panicked there midway through. The, the, the Mima, the Simpa, the... I'm not from here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not you don't Anywhere. want to talk about boats for, for an hour and a half. Boat content. What's wrong with you? Um, what were we doing? We were gonna. <laughs> I was hoping somebody else would pick it up from me. Um, let's we, we, we can did that. do some quick questions. Yeah, There's a bunch some, of highlights. Let's look at some highlights. All right, go to yeah. go to the top because we've now been kind of go to the top. It's so high. Okay. Ah. We can just go backwards. 
Okay, that is also an option. Okay, oh, this one's about me. We'll keep going. <laughs> oh my Matt. god. <laughs> Where does Matt draw inspiration for naming stuff like cities or people? A lot of places. Um, sometimes they have meaning. Sometimes it's a random NPC that I'm like, I don't know. Um, random. Furlin. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it wasn't Furlin, first Furlind. of all. Furlin with just an N. Sorry. And that one was premeditated somehow. That Sorry. one. Uh, I heard Furlin. Uh. Yes. Uh, it comes from a lot of places. Sometimes the names I take from other languages and specifically like the sort of meaning translation behind them is significant to the character. Mm -hmm. That has happened a few times. Um, early on in the campaign, someone had noticed and pointed out, I think in one of the last talks that we did, a lot of them were drawing sort of um, ancient South American uh, names and uh, places that I sort of drew some of the names from. I drew some inspiration of some of the people and places in the campaign from some myths and, and things of that regard. So early on there was a lot of those. However, unlike in real life where people are named the same name all the time, in D&D I try really hard not to have a lot of repeat names because it can get confusing for the players. Mm -hmm. You can simply be like, I, are you talking about that? Are you talking about Furland or are you yes, talking about Furland? Furland. Yeah. Um, but I like North, Furland. Northern more. Furland. So in the interest Furland. of continually diversifying the name pool, I, I drew it from a number of places. But yeah, it, it definitely depends on the character as well. Unless I'm much mistaken, like I, I brought Graven Elvigo to the you table, did, yes. and then you took my Goliath name mm -hmm. and made like Buraj Il Cravo. Yes. I think yes. was was at least partially, you know. Yeah. So all of the major Goliath clans had that like that little modifier in front of it: Bomalga, Il Cravo, Elvigo. That sort of in my world canon head is like it's almost like a. Like an of something mm -hmm. name, like a yeah. graven of of the Vigos. This was a specific question, and I, uh, now that it's kind of come up organically, why the Lemonade Man? So the Lemonade Man. Lemonade Man's super messed up. He is. <laughs> He's guy. a spooky guy from Mukmu. The name was. I didn't initially plan him to like use that moniker and not his real name as much as it ended up being a thing. I had that idea of, which you guys saw, he's a very sort of sinister character, but has a very good uh, like face to the community. In Mukmu, he does those like free lemonades for the kids and like little free events for people in town. So it's a way for him to kind of buy reputation when his hmm. reputation otherwise might not be so great. So I had this idea of, you know, sinister character putting on a very sweet face. So he like has these like lemonade stands for the for the children of Mukmu. Um, it's almost like uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, like oh, the, like a child napper. Yeah, like, but they have this kind of creepy sort of. Uh, that dude <laughs> fucked me up. Oh my god. Was he the guy that ha he had like a rolling like, he had a carnival cage. thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, like a, a children. <laughs> oh god. Okay, maybe that was a little more overtly evil, but the universe of Chitty Bang Bang, very sort of uh, mystical and, and sweet in its own way. Toot sweet, toot sweets, toot sweets, toot sweets, toot sweets. I don't know the rest of the song. They just say that. I don't know. What else? They do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What's the rest of that? It's the candy sweet. you blow on that. Toot sweet, toot sweet. The candy you blow on at last can be found. There we go. Oh. <laughs> I love that movie. Come on. It's very creepy. Anyway. Very creepy. But that's interesting that yes. you had that, like, uh... Yeah, so I didn't initially plan for that to kind of be the moniker that everyone knew him by, but I think at a certain point when you guys were in Mukmu, 
the sort of mythology of it was appealing the sort of man behind the mask myth kind of thing that that your average citizen of Mukmu didn't even know his name. They were just like, oh yeah, the lemonade man. Sure, I love yeah. that guy. Gives me lemonade. One of the most exciting voices from you, to, for me, like the first time you spoke as the lemonade man was one of the most intriguing and like, I was just wrapped. It's, it's crazy. It couldn't have been a better, it was, I think, Leah was alone. Bizarre yeah, was, was alone for that. Scary. And like it couldn't have been a better person to be alone in that moment <laughs> because I think she like had no idea what to expect and she was like there alone as character and as her in the scene. Um, so yeah, that was that was a fun scene. That was a good scene. Oof. Um all right. Uh, what do we got? Um <laughs> we talked about the race. Would anyone in the future, enjoy DMing and let Matt be a PC. Oh, I don't know why DM for you. I know. Oh. Well, it's me. Okay, we'll just yeah. say it. Big shoes to fill. It would be very hard. It would be very hard. Um, I feel like Jordan could do it. I think she could. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> I don't think that that was a, I know, I'm kidding. a straight up Anthony can. No, I'm Even if it's a Joke's on everyone. Anthony can't. But <laughs> no, you can do it. But, yeah, the... the Big shoes to fill. It would be very difficult, and I don't know. I don't know if I would want to, honestly. I, would you see yourself doing a homebrew or more like one of the like pre-written stuff? I would like, definitely start with something pre-written. I think I would be too overwhelmed to, to try to yeah to hold all that. It's overwhelming. It is. Eric, uh, oh, you ever do? I have a friend Matt from Fandom Encounters who does like D and D set. Yeah, another DM Matt um, who does like you know like a Percy Jackson D and D campaign oh, and that shit. kind of thing. Mm. I think I could do that. Mm, yeah. yeah, but not for like 15 years. <laughs> I don't know anything. You, you feel because you feel, you knowing the universe really yeah, well. Yeah, knowing very the easy world. to just kind of pull things, putting rules onto an already existing. Mm, yeah. I, I know I've seen some people do Harry Potter campaigns, Avatar mm. campaigns. It, I think it can be helpful. Full, even if it's literally it's Dungeons and Dragons, the rule set, but you just set it in that universe. That way, you, you oh, have something to draw from that you feel like yeah. you have a good knowledge of, mm-hmm. or a good grasp of. I mean, oh. there's obviously some Harry Potter people out there that could tell you anything about Harry Potter. So yeah, um, <laughs> nerds. <laughs> okay. Um, let's keep rolling. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Eldritch Knight and Way of the Four Elements. Yes, thank you. I, I don't know why I butchered those completely. <laughs> a way of the fiery palm is what oh, I said. Oh, fiery palm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those are the sort of uh, yes. magic subclasses of, of um, physical mm-hmm. damage dealers. Uh, Bard, Ranger, and Rogue are the ones being reworked uh, in D&D, 1D&D at Isn't the moment. Rogue very popular? Isn't that like a yeah, powerful? Yeah, and... I don't think it was so much about popularity. They were trying to sort of tinker with how different hmm. sort of classes function in the group as a whole. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't think it was about popular, because Bard's are very popular, too. Right. I think D&D Beyond did, not that they're the oh, sole source, but the they numbers. did a big poll yeah. of their users and the characters being created of, like, who the most popular were, and the least popular was Druid by, like, a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was the least popular class, by, at least on D&D Beyond. When they yeah, did. I would do a Druid. Uh, oh, just to just to give that guy a little attention. Well, that's cool. You get fucking wild shape right away. You can turn it into animals shape immediately. Is very cool. That's very cool. Yeah, that's what Chris would do, right? Yeah, he was a druid. Yes, dwarf druid, leading you through the ruins. Oh, um, Anthony, what are you playing? Magic. Ooh, okay, so Commander. Oh, this these days it's mostly like ninety nine percent Commander. 
Um, there was a time for a few years there that I had a standing play group every week. Uh, 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 ben, Carol, and Alexan. Um, uh, uh, where we literally played Commander every week and we would challenge each other to like make new decks, like a new set would come out and be like, oh, there's four dragons. Oh, we all make a commander deck around that dragon. Uh, so that was really fun. There was a while where I was going to drafts, uh, not, I wouldn't say regularly, but I get overwhelmed by them. I, I don't know if you y'all here know what a draft is, but you get I think three, I've watched you play it. Uh, maybe on like, like draft online, right? <laughs> like draft games. <laughs> You get three unopened packs, yeah. and they say go, you open one, and you're like, what's the best card? And pass it to the your, to yeah. your side, and it goes around, and it's a very high pressure situation. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's difficult, but oh yeah, it's, it's mostly Commander. I only dabbled in Standard for like one set. I think I made a, a Vehicles deck when Kaladesh came out, and I spent way too much money on it, and then six months later, you can't use it, so. Oh, and? What? Well, no, they like, cycle. Oh, like cycle. New set oh, that's the thing about standard is that it is constantly cycling. So, Got it. yeah, I bought a bunch of again smugglers' copters or something, and then like three months later, yeah, it's, it's gone. Um, what is a smugglers' copter? Smugglers' copter <laughs> is a great card. It's ah. a vehicle. It only costs two to cast, and it only costs one to crew it, and it lets you Stunned. loot every time you attack with it. So, oh, that sounds good. It is. Yeah, I think I got those numbers right. <laughs> um, it's been a while. And they were super expensive when they first came out. Yes. Commander is awesome. Uh, they just released a set of uh, 40k. Um, I did see oh, no way, 40K really? 40k branded Commander decks. Sweet. I know, I know. And they're all like also too expensive. Get out of the game. I mean, yeah. it's the magic way to be. I know, I know. <laughs> D&D, so Trying cheap. Up for Other dark than, you know, all this shit we bought for yes, dark time. That's what I play. Will you publish the full recording of John doing the rolling for getting back to the group? Ooh. I think you only published a couple short clips of it. Hmm. Have you not uh, we've done, we did two parts of it. I think aside from maybe like half a second of, you know, like editing, because we're editing between two different phones. Uh, I think you have seen it in its entirety. Um, I think probably what you just didn't see is like the conversations that John and I had. Right. Which yeah. we are not privy to. Yeah. So like all of those happen. Secret. I never, oh, every time that boy leaves the stream. Yeah, um, so when John left, uh, he went to meet a, a possible friend from Atonement's End. So it was a significant character and what happened with that character in the conversations that they had. Basically, while he was out, I said, what would you like to do in these situations? He told me, and then I was like, okay, when you come back, we'll roll to see whether you were successful. Um, and I think you can tell by the video that he mostly was not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So any other rolling that it was alluded to, nobody yeah, saw. I don't think, yeah, I'm not sure there was anything else. I don't think there was any rolling, right? Yeah, there wasn't any other rolls that, that yeah. we didn't have in that video. Yeah, so like, that's all we know too, except for, you know, in the most recent episode, Erlen tells us some stuff. We don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, you guys kind of, I thought you guys... I insight checked. No, no, not an insight check. I thought you guys let him off a little. He looks like shit right now. I mean, yeah, it's true. What are we going to do, kill him? (laughs) I mean... Even if we'd like to. (laughs) Um, Uh, So yes, rest assured, you've seen all of of that footage. Right. Sure. Uh, how insulting was the desecration of the primordial symbols and the birth of the nipple? How insulting. <laughs> insulting? No. If For the people who have DM'd, it's inevitable. <laughs> First of all, anytime <laughs> you have... Maybe. <laughs> every time you have a character that you think is going to be this 
smoking badass who's gonna come <laughs> in and scare the party. And they're like, hey, I'm Frankie Looter. And they're like, oh, Frankie Pooper? And they make up some <laughs> silly name, and then it's Frankie Pooper from there on. It, like, Sorry. it's inevitable. It's, it's just, the human way. Yeah, it's just, it's part of the game. Party I mean, rigatoni <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> That was a very, we beat him, you know? If we hadn't have beat him, I wouldn't make fun of him. Tony Rigatoni. Exactly. So you just have to roll with the punches. I mean, there's always, I've used a lot of like symbols for various puzzles and languages and things. And there's bound to be a symbol that someone's going to think is funny. Even ones that like crooked mace doobly do back oh in the, like that symbol doesn't even look particularly weird, but it became kind of a funny thing. So... Definitely not insulting, but you just kind of roll your eyes and you, mm-hmm. you, you roll. I didn't know that nipple was going to become such a thing when it happened. You brought it uh, back. Yeah, you were I, I guess. Yeah. Well, you solidified she, it. She called it nipple the first yes. time. But you, yes, you said it in stone. So yeah. Set the nipple in when stone. We, you acknowledged uh, stone mm-hmm. nipple. Yeah, we watched that scene at the last talks, the, the Sam mm-hmm. interview scene where, where Safira, we throw the nipple in her face, literally, literally and figuratively. Not a real nipple, but yeah. But the drop. Yes. I just wanted to make it. No one's going to go back to that episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone's going to go back to yeah. the episode if we say that. Can you find the nipple? <laughs> uh, does Amy still say wink, wink when she's lying? Oh, my God. Did you do that once in the episode? Yeah, yeah. and then John Erland was like, why, why did she just say wink? And then I felt really self-conscious. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, uh. No, Kimi's never going to do that ever again. Until Kimi she, was like, this is Erlen. a funny thing. And then she got called out. And she was like, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> until, it, until it slips out next time. <laughs> yes. Whatever. You developed Curse High Five, which we still have. Oh, my God. Today. One of the great arcs of this campaign. (laughs) (laughs) One of the great sad stories. Uh, Oh, it doesn't scroll up further than that. I don't know. Well, uh, when Kimi gets rid of her curse, will you name the episode title Reversey Curse? Curse Reversey. Was. So, did we name the. She said, that was you, just one of the things you said you were trying to do. Yeah, reverse Percy Reversey. Yeah. Got it. I couldn't remember if we named. No, the t- the episode title was Paint That the Truth. I think it was that yeah. episode. Why are you away? I, uh, I, found, I go up a little farther. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Um, I fa- this is something that we see a lot on the Discord and on YouTube comments. They found us on shorts or TikToks. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you ever think during actual gameplay, this would be a good short? <laughs> I'm sure the social media people have that in the back of their heads. I, 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 I maybe like the moment the episode ends, but I think when something like stupid and funny happens, I like lose all understanding <laughs> of the story itself. Like, mm. let alone my producer brain's definitely not on. Like, yeah. I can't even role play. Let alone be like, oh yes, mm-hmm. that's gonna be a good one. Oh, it's exactly thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If I don't say anything, it'll be a perfect play. <laughs> yeah, no. Better not. Yeah. Also, like I it's, it's so hard to predict sometimes too, because if if something super funny happens, but we're in the middle of something and there's not like a big laugh at the end, usually I don't use it as a short, because like you you wanna have that like button, mm-hmm. you know? So occasionally I'll just go find another thing we were laughing at and put it at the end. How dare you have oh. false laughs? <laughs> I edit. Like a champion, you have yeah. no idea. Well, yes, I haven't noticed it. That must be mean that you are good, but I'm mad. You're no, watching the clip back, and you're like, "Oh, I did think that was funny." 
everybody laughed when I said Some moments are so funny, and then you're like waiting for the laugh to drop, but it's be, like it's happening, but Matt's having a conversation with somebody, so we're trying to be respectful and not laugh super hard. But Do you, you have an that. example right off the top of your head? Off the top of my head? One where you, where you uh, fluffed the laughs. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to come up with this for me, because I, I want to know. Okay, I'll, I'll think about it, but think I can't think of something right off the top of my head. <clears throat> for Erica. Ooh. As a guest, have you ever felt disoriented or lost with the story, and how did the group help make you feel at home? Oh. Um, with the story? Yes. Like, especially when the group is kind of talking about, like, where they were going, or, like, where they were coming from, or, like, naming places, etc. Um, but I feel like... As a reader of fantasy novels, I'm used to feeling hopelessly confused about things that are going on and just kind of playing along with it. Um, yeah, I yeah. think definitely if you read a lot of fantasy, like you accept that there's going to be a lot of setup in that regard and you're reading through and there's like 90 people in 30 yeah. places and you're like, I'm sure I'll, if it's important, it'll come up later. Yeah, right. yeah. So. But also it kind of works for your character too where you've yes. like been in a somewhat more isolated world. Um, mm-hmm. Insular. I mean, yeah. yeah. And the group hadn't been to Dillison yet, which yeah. was probably good because they didn't have to like. They weren't like, oh, did you say hi to? Oh my God. Ralph the blacksmith. Like, yeah. You were there. I think the hard, one of the harder parts about playing D and D as a new person, as a new player, is separating what you know from what your character knows. So I didn't want to know too much and yeah. then let certain things slip that I knew about your backstories or like I've been stalking you for a much <laughs> longer time. Craven's like, I hear voices sometimes too. And she's like, oh, Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I chose you. Yeah, this Dad. is different. Yours is dumb because. Uh, <laughs> Do you want me to keep going backwards? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know why our. Uh, Will Safira ever run into a unicorn? I assume that they mean for to get the to spirit get of, into the bow. Yes. Oh. Um, are there unicorns in this? There are unicorns in the Forgotten Realms sort of lore, oh. the official D&D lore. Um. Maybe. I mean, there's a, a whole host of, of, you know, creatures. It's less about the... I know unicorns have sort of a mysticism associated with them, but Saphira's bow is less about, like, drawing magic from magical creatures as much as it is, like, soothing the ailing spirits of of, uh, of creatures that right. have fallen for bad reasons. Someone, I believe it was Jeremiah, in the last YouTube year was like, is... Sephira gonna be able to absorb that young girl ghost mm. because yeah. no. Okay, I figured that might have been it. Is there like a clear distinction on what past being would qualify? Yeah, I mean it has to be the the nature of the wild ordinance animus bow is specifically sort of animal beast creatures. Um, so like just beasts, I guess is the question. Yeah, not quite not, so. Not necessarily just beasts as D and D defines them. Oh, okay. Um, but it's very distinct from sort of human or humanoid spirits. Those are two very different things, and her bow doesn't doesn't deal with that shit. It's purely purely animal. That'd be cool if Sophia was just like a ghost girl, like zip zapping around. <laughs> she, cool she's, like, she's like, oh, I could go into battle as a bear or a small child. <laughs> no, like a ghost. <laughs> but if somebody else came along, they would be like, oh my god, it's a ghost. <laughs> We have to get rid of it. <laughs> Although, I guess now it's like, oh my god, it's a bear with a tortoise face. <laughs> Kill it, put it out of its face. <laughs> put abomination in it. I don't this. know what I have to do to get seats next to the bear. Uh, <laughs> what, just, like a, reg- a regular bear? Surely. She says bear. Um, I feel like you may have touched on this, Matt. Uh, uh, 
Anything that inspired your homebrew, or is it all your own kind of creation? Yeah, I mean, inspiration yeah. from everywhere. I started with the, which we've now kind of not pivoted away from, but the main thread. I started with that Myconid thread line. I liked the idea of creatures that sort of, through no fault of their own, were sort of thrown into this mess because of something that you could harvest from them that was very, very valuable. I started with that kind of through line and then built some of the threads around that, like the people who are trying to get that stuff, the people who think that's inhumane, the people that have been kind of sucked into that world unwittingly. So that that's where, where I started. But, I mean, inspirations from everywhere and all kinds of plot lines and things. Games, movies, books. Totally. Yeah. All that shit. <laughs> um, did you talk about what PC you would make? Yeah, I said... Uh, uh, Eldritch Knight or, uh, uh, yes. or Way of the... The one that you didn't know the name. Yes, the one that was <laughs> the name. The, the Sparky Monk and the, yeah. and the flashy uh, sword man. I sparky, that's sparky as far back man. as I can go too now. I wish there was oh, a class. Oh, okay, if that's it. Yeah. I have a question. Well, that's not it. There's lots of great questions. <laughs> oh, then we will scroll but... down, sorry. No, 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 I just mean that... Oh, that there there's... was one I remember. Uh... I think it was something along the lines of, I'm paraphrasing, I apologize. Does Kimi talk to Orba about boys? <laughs> I read that one and I giggled. <laughs> I wish we had time to dish. Yeah, when no did she have to time dish, to man. do that? That elevator ride before he passed out and we fell. <laughs> Ooh. Before I passed out? There was like four seconds. Yeah, so we would have been like, kill fuck Mary. <laughs> like, <laughs> <No>. Robbie. Kousni. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. That guy in the cobalt suit. <laughs> the sunken king. <laughs> oh, the sunken king. This is what... While we, with the feather fall, while you were falling yeah. with Raven's body, you were like, yeah. he's passed out. Let's talk about boys. Now that the boys are gone, whatever you want. The one thing I wanted to talk about that no one had the time to talk about was Safira and Ravi. Mm-hmm. We tried. Oh, uh, we I mean, tried. Again, I wanted to make that happen. Yeah. She was literally tearing her clothes off. Yeah, in front of him. literally. Yeah. Literally on the floor. She's like, he's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm making a trail for them to follow. <laughs> oh my god. I'll kill her. Uh, oh. oh no. Um, uh, yes. There was something about your favorite. Do you have a favorite NPC? A favorite NPC? I, I try not to get too attached. I know it's one of my least favorite things in, you know. People should have fun in the way that they want to have fun. I don't like it when DMs get too attached to given NPCs. I don't like it when they bring their favorite NPCs along on a journey mm. just because they like doing it. And that being said, like if you're having fun doing it and your group likes it, fucking yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, but okay, can we have Wadu? <laughs> yeah, go on, ask him. He's on our mission now. He would be dead by now if you brought Wadu along. Dude, that's, yeah, that's a three HP dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like NPCs when the group is obviously having a really fun interaction with them. Those are the best moments by far. I mean, and there's been a ton of those. And some funny and some not. Like, just from Navikapura, um, the Pooh Pipes lady was a blast. Like, yeah. she was super fun. I didn't know she was going to, like, be as silly as she was. Um I pictured her kind of being a little sadder, like she was in this crappy job, but she ended up kind of just like rolling with the punches. Yeah. Like she was that kind of character. And then also like a not funny character, like Mr. Two was really fun to play in the in the sort of uh, that scene with Graven as a just because 
and I, it's hard to plan that stuff ahead of time. It just took on a very specific note that we hadn't yeah. sort of explored yet. Um, where it was like kind of a moments. yeah, and a sinister character, but it wasn't sinister like mustache twirling evil. Like yeah. you knew that this guy had a shit past, and then he'd been yeah. kind of so. It, it he wasn't was, he was doing it. He was out for number one. Even yeah, it was Mister Two, was, and he didn't hold it against you specifically, <laughs> exactly. but he was like, "Don't come looking for me, yeah. and we won't have a problem." Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, and I kind of sent fucking what's his name? Thorsten Ramaker. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> oh. Super dead. Speaking of dead NPCs. Yeah. Um, Although, you got to see one of my favorites, which is the kobold dude. The, the kobold oh dude is a, a bigger hit Theokis. than I Theokis. Theokis. Yes. Nice work. Well oh. Don't even have your binder on <laughs> Theokis. The uh, Ape Woods are busy today. <laughs> 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 That's so uh, sweet. Love him. That also had one of my, sometimes, some of my favorite moments with guests where you rediscover interactions that you've had with the main cast, but with a new player. And one of those moments is, I think way, way back, there was a couple of these with like Erland, maybe Orba, where the character, like I asked him if he gave him the item. He was showing Theokas the grid. Oh, yeah. And I was like, as Theokas, I was like, do you give him the item? And you could see Billy be like, no, no, <laughs> I don't. Because it's those moments where you haven't had that thing where you don't know if a character is good or not or is going to take advantage of you or not. So that sort of, he was holding it out to me. And then I was like, oh, do you give it to him? No, no. Like, like no, Dwight with his coffee mug. Time. Dwight, is that your coffee mug? Yes. No, no. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go ahead and guess that that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, getting to play those tricks again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there is a question I didn't want to ask you, so I'm just going to do it. Fuck it. Oh, no. uh, from Travis on YouTube, of course. Uh, how do you think Uzni is going to interfere like the cards predicted when you meet the Chimera? <gasps> the Chimera is definitely not like what I've been thinking it is forever. I, 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 Anthony is convinced at this point that this chimera should actually probably stay alive, and that it's not going to be a good idea for anyone except for Guzni that it dies. And so, sorry. The the question is, what what is Graven going to do? Do you think Guzni is going to interfere, or how do you think he's going to interfere? I mean, he's going to be more ultimatum shit. It's going to be, you know, uh, he sent another cleric after it now too, like. Mm-hmm. He wants this thing dead. And so if Graven shows up there and it's apparent that like, yeah, that that this thing desecrated some grounds or something and that that is either a boon for for Orba's line of not maybe Mm. you personally, but like that 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 is something in in the realm of bad for the gods and good for you. Uh, yeah, he's, he's gonna make me do stuff. He's gonna make me. I'm gonna have to give up something. I'm gonna. I'm already. I can't level past five. I can't get inspiration. What more? What more <laughs> can he do other than, yeah, literally make me, you know, punch one of my only friends? <laughs> oh no! Or you know, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm scared about meeting the, the chimera. I think it's not gonna be what we think or what I've thought for a long time. For a long time, it was very much, I 
almost less of, I don't care about Kuzni. I want to kill this thing because I think it killed my family, whether mm. it meant to or not. It was going to be like this great moment of like, I've triumphed over a terrible beast that killed my family. And oh yeah, also Kuzni wanted it, I guess. And I get to get away from him. But I, I think that that is changing by the time we get there. Yeah, also, like you were saying, that sensation of early on when you thought like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to kill it, and then me, we're done. Yeah. Like, that's it, we're done. Yeah. But now it's like, ooh, what are yeah. the consequences of that, and are we actually done, even yeah. if I do do it? So. Yeah. And, are we, you know, is it going to be one of those things where, you know, we open up the door, and then across the hall, the other cleric is also like, open up the door <laughs> into the chimera room, and we're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Pointing Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me. Yeah. Exactly. So, I don't know what's going to happen, and I am scared. I'm just going to let you sit on that one for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be rough. Yeah. And a chimera is really hard to kill. Yeah. He's very dangerous. He's in a cage. He- <laughs> don't know where he is. You're right. He's in he a could be in a play place. <laughs> yeah, he could be in a little chimera play place. Oh. The shade assembly is like, oh, you're here to meet our favorite chimera. <laughs> it has it has handlers who are like, who are like, oh, oh. It's a good boy. <laughs> like fetch with it and stuff. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. What is it? um uh. What is King Boomy's rabbit? Um, oh, yeah. Oh. Mr. Fruffy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what you remember his rabbit's name. I can't think of his name. Time Fropsy! Oh, <laughs> Daddy wants a kiss from Fropsy! <laughs> That's gonna be Raven and the camera. <laughs> and the shade of somebody's gonna be like, oh, he's so popular, someone just came to visit him. Oh, no. <laughs> we let him in on it, he came in and went yeah, in on his He's own. with Flopsy now! <laughs> I can't wait to meet Flopsy. So well. No. He and so I are gonna, gonna mind meld, and I'm gonna ride a chimera out of there. Yeah. Oh damn. Into battle. Battle. Into battle. <laughs> <laughs> um. Speaking of battle, <gasps> should we do a little mini game since Erica never got to experience a mini game? I was gonna say she sure, so she get to pick. I don't even know if you know the games, but you should definitely play it, and then like we should roll for who plays against her or something. Uh, for uh, pugilism, for either pugilism or I guess we could all there's game card games we could all play, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we could do like a shut the box or a, uh, what are some other ones that we've enjoyed along the way? What's the dice one? I mean, maybe we should uh, watch um, a pugilism first. Yeah, maybe. Oh. Uh, the which one? The the double. If you get, if you roll a one, you shouldn't have pushed it. Oh, um, the pig. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what was what you called it? Something else in universe. Yes, and also it was a slight variation. I was like, because it was with two dice instead of one. I, I'm sure I could look at yeah. what I called it, but I'm seeing pugilism in the chat. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe people want to see us beat each other up. Oh. We could definitely sure. do some pugilism. Um, yeah, was there was there any other questions before we move on to? Uh, there oh, sorry. Seems yes. to be a question. People are very interested in your sleight of hand, Matt. Oh, yeah. <sighs> A wild wheat popsicle. There's a Jeremiah. I think you. It's it. It's it's snowballing. The theory of your if you sleight of handed the Kuzni oh, card. Oh oh oh! These guys right here. Yep. Yes. So for those who didn't see, there was a moment where Orba was discussing something with a cleric of uh, Gromlegale, and he played a little game with her where he had these cards face down, and she had to roll a die, a d6, and to see like which god. How did he even describe it? It was basically like. 
you're gonna reach out. And yes, you're gonna be in a situation where you're desperate and you need to pray for help, and this will tell you which god you should pray to in your time of need. Keep in mind, it's all bullshit. <laughs> anyway. I Listen, I've seen some of the theories in Discord, and I've seen people clip some of the things that they think that they've read it sleuthed, and by <laughs> that I mean totally botched, you know, and like, oh, look, look at this frame where you can see where Matt, you know, glanced at us like, the, he, Matt looks at us from the side of his eye all the time. <laughs> he goes with this little All button. the time. But anyway, I there, think there are that people that believe it and people There are people that, that don't, and I don't believe it. I don't believe that there was sleight of hand. I believe that she, that she picked. I did on the day and I, and I do revisiting it, so. But even if. I'm not even going to let you answer the question, honestly, because I don't think... I probably yeah. won't answer it. <laughs> even if... Uh, so what happened was she uh, chose a card face down, and he flipped it, and it was Kuzni, his horrible, horrible cleric. Um, God. But... I'm the God, thank you. But <laughs> even if... Uh, even if something happened where all of the cards became Kuzni cards, and it flipped no matter what, and it was Kuzni... That is like super cool in that Kuzni's fucking with such a stupid little menial mm. game where he like wants f- to be in Orba's head rent free. That's yeah. my opinion. That was a, like a, a, an attempt at a mind fuck there. I think it was real. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, yeah. And when Orba flipped it, Kuzni was like, oh yeah, <laughs> baby! <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, that's the good shit right there. Uh, <laughs> that bitch can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Never gonna forget the name Kuzni. That was super fun. Anyway, that's all I'll say. Uh, anyway, so that's the great sleight of hand controversy. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Campaign two rolls around. We'll talk about the. We'll talk about. <gasps> You'll actually answer like. Oh my god! We'll answer a bunch of questions once we get to the end of campaign. It's one. over. It's over now. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> we won. <laughs> all of our endeavors are successful. Chimera's <laughs> dead. We all live. Yeah, or is a full blown reaper. All the gods are severed. <laughs> Erlin's maybe dead. Erlin's probably dead. <laughs> also, Gavin. PS four. Oh god. Uh... Would you like to demonstrate the pu- the art of Google? pugilism? Sure, and then we'll do a Eric single round, like yeah. not a three round, like a single yeah. round. Yeah, and then Eric can see like what you're doing and stuff. Yeah. So it was because it was constructed, and for anyone who hasn't watched it, it was made as a uh, way to have like a little fisticuffs bout without it being sort of lethal. Like people weren't actually hurting each other, so it's like a little mini good card game. Fist fight. Yeah, good old fashioned fist fight. Um. So you always pick two Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's very much a playing your opponent kind of game. There's no sort of optimal strategy because, right. you know, everyone has the same cards. Honestly, sometimes I shuffle them and, and, and just put down. <laughs> and don't get self-conscious because the last time we played this, Anthony got a burnt. <laughs> Anthony got a soul burnt. I was... did really well for a time. <laughs> All right, so basically Huge. you can see here there's like... Uh, uh, three different heads. There's like small, medium, large. Yeah. Uh, jab, strike, <laughs> heavy. And there's body, and there's um, and there's body, and there's head. Okay. You can do, you can do two. You can do two different hits. Uh-huh. You can do, and then the the defenses, you know, work well or badly against that. So, okay. this is what I'm going to kill you with. Let's really quickly. So, yeah. the sort of general thing of pugilism, you first ha- roll to see like basically how much HP you have. We call it composure <laughs> in this game. 
Um, and you take turns throwing punches and using a defense. The defense cards are blue, and the sort of attack cards are the sort of yellow color. And uh, each it sort of goes in rounds, and it's basically the first person to get knocked down twice loses. We're just going to do it once here as we sort of show a quick round. Um, so why don't you guys, it's yeah, 15, roll a d10 and add it to 15, and we'll call that your composure. Oh, <laughs> What'd you dang. Get? Four. It's just endless. So, so it's 11 or 16 to 19. Oh, are you, are you keeping track? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Gods. So, Lordy. Yeah. Gods, I'm God, they're weak, then. cuffs up. Oh, um, first. But now we, yeah, yeah roll, roll for initiative. Just roll another yes, fucking one? Yes, it's a fucking one. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? This shit is seat. wild. It's that seat, man. <laughs> Different time. I gotta go. Okay, So Orba's gonna be the first to uh, throw her fists. Alright, I've Sorry. already picked my shit. Two attacks. And then a, a thing. Defense you already picked your well. thing. I t- I picked my attacks already, but I'm oh, rethinking. Oh, already. so you have to pick your defense before you know what they're oh, doing. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So oh, it's yeah. all it's all in anticipation of. So you're just trying to predict what they're gonna throw at. Okay. So. Nobody lets Orba get into fistfights. I don't remember this fucking game. Yeah. Well, you won't remember anything after I beat your head in. <laughs> <Great. Great. laughs> or body. It's gonna taste. Or beat your body in. <laughs> <laughs> Before I beat your head times two. I mean, <laughs> body, body and head. I mean, neither. Oh, no. Okay, uh, Dude says that one still counts. Is he counting natural oh, ones? Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes, they are. Wait, but it's the seat, ones. so does it count for John? For Erlen's yeah. <laughs> natural ones? You come on, come on. Shut I haven't played this game in forever. Just give me Just two seconds. Just pick a random one. Yeah. No, because Let I'll lose. Win. Do you want to lose? Had to uh, Here comes. Here okay. comes my... All right, I got it. Wait, you hit. Yeah, yeah attacking first. first. Okay. So go ahead and hold them up so we can kind of... At both at once? Yeah. Well, okay. attack one, then attack two. Uh, I got body jab and head strike. Ooh. <laughs> what did you go for? <laughs> Thought I did it. Duck and weave, but I didn't. I did counter. So not so, both hit. I didn't mean so, to pick that. <laughs> so I, it tells how much she hit him for. So she hit him for one for the jab and then... Five for the head strike, and then it also you fatigue yourself by yeah. throwing heavier punches. All so, right. so I just Anthony one. took six. six. It's a half of my oh, and Orb is reduced by one for throwing. Correct. Right. Well, yeah. Well, here comes a body strike times two. Oh. General defense. Negate one non-heavy attack of your choice. So she can negate one of those two. So you take four. Take okay. Four. I take one. Two. I take two. Yeah. All right. The first volley is thrown. Uh, Eight to 14 right now. Okay. I'm gonna be stupid. Here I am going to be stupid. (laughs) Here's my stupid thing. Graven was like throwing that counter and he's like, I got this. (laughs) You ready? You ready? No. God, why are you so fast? Be ready. Relax. Be ready. Uh, This sounds like. What does it sound like? Pirates of the Caribbean, up is down. I mean, it's very oh. pirate oh. It's Ivan Dutch is the name of the composer. Okay, got it. Ready? All right, what are you All hitting right. him with? I am hitting him with head strike times two. Head bridge? Oh, 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 oh no. no! I feel a little better now. I know you're mine. <laughs> so that took two fatigue. That's two fatigue for me. Body j- and I take nothing. Body jab. Yeah. 
head heavy. Uh. Duck and weave. Duck and weave. We're both negated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a flush. <laughs> I take two. You take two. What and do you I cost take? one to play. Cost one to play that. Damn it. Oh, okay. All right, that's fine. All right. All right, all right. All right. Six to eleven here. Now the business is coming for you. <laughs> okay. The business. The business is it's D's business. fists. What's the score for me again? Uh, six to eleven. Okay. Uh, eat his ass. I mean, beat his ass. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, wild meat popsicle. <laughs> um, okay. Tyler W says, "Snap into a slim jim." First time chatter. <laughs> What's up, Tyler? <laughs> Uh, go ahead. Okay. I was just reading while uh, you guys great. were. Uh, head jab, head heavy. Negate non jabs. So okay, okay. so, the, so heavy, I, uh, the heavy yeah. misses. Yep. I take. You take two. Plus three, so, so I take five. Take five. So you're down to one. Oh. And you two take two. Yeah. So it's well, one to nine. You can't fatigue yourself out. Yes. Okay. So she has to land a hit. Okay. Head jab, times two. Ah. Oh, both smacked. <laughs> Both of them hit. Really? Yep. Yeah. Ooh, she takes four, four, and I take nothing. Yep. <gasps> this could be it. <laughs> Thank you. Relax. All right. <laughs> Perfect footwork. Thank you. Perfect footwork, just like me. Um, <laughs> oh my God, Jesus. Uh, all, right, all right, all right, How do I end you? How do I end you? Uh, Loving the Avatar references, don't worry, there's more. Oh, Between Avatar and the rest of development, that's pretty much all we do. With a little healthy men in tights. <laughs> yes, some men in tights <laughs> thrown in there. Um, um, oh. I'm ready, bitch. Uh, well, I'm also ready, so yeah. don't look at that. All right, ready? Uh, Wait, now this is going to matter. Do your first attack first. Yes. Body strike. <laughs> Counter. If it had been a heavy, uh, I could have. It wasn't gonna be. It was be. times two. Well done. Or what were you gonna attack me with? I you don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm I dead. played footwork. I would have. <laughs> yes, I won. Orba with the big plays. Well done. This well was done. only a mini one without the get-ups. So <laughs> the get-ups. <laughs> Because normally uh, you have to give down twice to actually lose the. Fight. Oh, oh, the actual physical get-ups. I think about like oh. the get-ups, like the guard, <laughs> like the guard, yeah, yeah. the flare. Like thrown on your yeah. drag. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you have to help me. Yeah, you I are won't. you are working together. All right, Orba, wipe and fail me. Blood off her lip, going in for the second fight. Uh, first roll, a d10, and add it to fifteen. Seven, so twenty-two. Add it to 15. Yep. 23. Ooh, oh, all right. baby, we got fight. And then roll a d20 to see who, who throws the fist first. Eight. 15. All Damn. right, Kimi's throwing first. Cow, 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 cow. Okay, and now right. we choose two. Yeah, yeah, two attacks and a defense. What? What? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I want you to laughing at her choices. No, I just, I just was laughing at her like parsing them. Uh, okay, okay. These aren't a secret. What's on them? If Warburg Graven woke up tomorrow, if Warburg Graven woke up tomorrow at level twenty, what would their first spell be? Ooh. Um, wish. 
Obviously. Wait, I don't think I can. Wish. So you can wish for Pia Boo. Yeah, is, isn't that a wizard? Is that a wizard? I think, exclusive? A wizard. I think that's a wizard yeah. exclusive. Um, or not wizard exclusive, but not a cleric. So wait, is our is our like predicted ending for the campaign not real then? You can't wish Pia's Boo. <sighs> okay, so, that wasn't the prediction. So there's one. There's one. Rambunctious yeah, re- evening. Remember when someone said, uh, do you feel insulted when they say nipple, nipple, nipple? Yeah, this is one of those yes. moments. We theorize that Graven's final words is we're all gathered around him and as he dies of old age, we're like, Graven, what's your final, what are your final words? And he goes, I wish, I wish, peace, poo. And then he dies and we go, no! Because I think it came, it, it came out of the... Peace, poo. Because this is everyone's first real campaign, people didn't even know about the wish spell. And we were talking yes. about very high level spells. And I was like, there's a spell that can basically do almost anything within the DM's discretion. It's called wish. <laughs> and Anthony was like, what, you can wish for anything? And I was like, yeah, literally anything. And he was like, you can, I don't know, wish that pee is poop. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you could do that. So. That's the one in the back pocket. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I mean, he was blown away. He was blown away that the power was at his fingertips to turn. I'm a simple man. I want to be a dark world man. Okay. Uh, And yes, wizard and sorcerer exclusive. Damn it. Clogging up those poop pipes. Oh, oh, come close. You must do one thing for me (laughs) before I go. Okay, sorry. All right, right. you throw those. Throw those. Do I pull them both up at the same time? Pull them both up. Yeah, definitely. Body heavy, head heavy. Duck and weed. Ooh, they oh, both gonna hit. Going <laughs> down. Damn, table. it takes one to play too. Yep. Shit. So count up the fists. What's a six? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Damn, bitch. And then how much that one took that them took to? Cost. And it costs me. It only costs you four. It Great. Costs you four. It's nineteen to seven. After that one. <laughs> A All couple right. big smash table left. Beginner's luck. Yeah. Uh, I, I went a little more modest. Head jab, body jab. <sighs> body protect. Okay. okay. So okay. you take two, take and I take zero. Hits. All right. Huh. Seventeen to seven. All right. Yeah, yeah. We know. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you what do you, do you want to weigh in? Sometimes I like to mix it. Okay. No pressure. Can you shed some light on how you ended up with these characters and how they were decided? A bigger conversation, but honestly, early on it was a lot of uh, me discussing with people the kind of character they wanted. Some people wanted magic characters, some people not. Some people wanted sort of troubled past characters. Some people wanted sort of more nature-related, god-related. So it was a lot of weighing kind of what people were interested in plus the sort of, again, those early ideas I had about the campaign. And then ultimately, a lot of leeway was given to me. I mean, you guys kind of let me throw it in there. I think for campaign two, there will be a little more back and forth input about the exact kind of character that you guys want. Yeah. Um, because I think we just didn't know what we were expecting. So I was like, okay, I'll sort of get a general idea and then, and then throw it in. Please. Oh, hit me. Puncher. Crap, chica, crap. Head jab times two. Fuck counter. Fuck. Oh, double pop. You are, she's almost down. She is. Um, How much did counter that? cost you anything? No. You took four. Okay, down to three. Shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, body jab, body heavy. General defense. Oh, so you can again? counter yeah, the gets rid of the jab. Yeah. Yep, gets rid oh, of okay. the jab. So I still hit you for six. You count six. Mm. <laughs> she would have gone down. I think. 
Oh, well, you should have told me to do that. Then. I didn't know. I'm bad at this and game. And I spent two. Okay. So what am I doing? at one. Okay. It's 11 to one. Okay. Okay, so that means that she might... Okay, you have to think. Because what when is people Katie are down to one, they use a lot of this. Because Ooh. it doesn't come. <laughs> Shut up. Don't look Not at me. Not good at this game. Uh, <laughs> Did you each decide on your own character's name? Yes, I did let everyone, other than the guests, um, which I sort of write in based on suggestions. But yes, everyone everyone decided on their own name. And people are different. Uh, some people had names that they just kind of liked the sound of. Some people, I know like uh, Anthony mentioned that the Graven Elvigo name came from a magic card. Magic card, uh, magic card and Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yes. So um, a mix, a mix. Um, Graven Ilvec. Yes. Uh, does anyone know if they answered the homebrew subclass question? What was that? What was the homebrew subclass question? Uh, Homer? Was that on our list? Was that earlier? I think it might have been earlier. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Uh, wait. Oh, how much of the special features? Uh, Reaper, Reaper Orba, Erlen yes. Sepsis, Saphira Wild Ordinance, Bizarre Draft Jacket, Craven's whatever. Uh, <laughs> hey, you gonna, just haven't had like a Graven's, proper... I'm going to be the new democracy. Yes, your homebrew is kind of the mixed cleric thing. Did you have planned before the campaign and how have they changed since you had the idea? Um, one of them I had before the campaign. Erlen's was the one, unsurprisingly, who was also the first like solo session that we had in the campaign. Um, what? I was the first. You're right, you were the first. <laughs> and I did, But yours wasn't related to yeah. homebrew. It was the yeah. first sort of homebrew related solo session. I did have Erlen's in mind because Erlen's backstory was very much about the use of Mycanid extract, which is a very sort of through line of the whole thing. So I had this idea that because Erlen had dabbled in Mycanid extract, that that was like poisoning him in some way. So I didn't have the specifics of exactly how that was working, but I was like, oh yeah, I like this idea of a sort of monk or physical character that is like his own body. It's like he's fighting his own body while he's sort of going through the game. Let her rip. Ooh. Bob me, bitch. All right. Head jab, body jab, footwork, cost creative play. You got Bob. I got Bob. I did it. Yeah. Bob, man. Well done. That's exactly what. He actually gave good advice. That's exactly what I said. He gave good advice. All right. Maybe you should take your own advice. Oh. I win more than I lose. Not lately. Yay. Oh, wait, that's just the first knockdown. Uh, oh, we, did you want to do a full one? <laughs> I mean, we won that time. So. Yeah, I think We won. end on a win. Yeah. <laughs> um, well done, well done, well, well done. Well struck. Well Delightful. Um, oh, I love this track. This is what you ended campaign, yes, or not campaign. The, that last song I realized what it was reminding me of was Uncharted 4. Mm. It's like a track that that's uh, very similar. To yeah, it definitely has that vibe. Also sounded like Opus Dome. Um, let's see. Orbo would wish Kuz need to fuck off. Not a question, but true. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she had access to the wish spell. Um, what's more involved in terms of prep work and time spent? Physical maps or Tailspire? Uh, physical maps, for sure. Um, there is undeniably an incredible sort of charm to the physical minis that I will miss, for sure. I mean, I... There's something about it. It feels very like tabletop role playing to physically move the minis around. Mm. 
Um, but when we're doing these sort of like weekly episodes, already the virtual battle maps has opened up a lot for me. It not only is easier to realize, especially if it's a sort of a more complex, like for example, literally you guys leaving the crater. If it's a more complex environment where you guys are like going up a lift up a giant cliffside, creating that in Tailspire is so much easier than making a physical. And I've made some physical maps that have used sort of some really Reality. unique terrain. Yeah, and and it's tif- it's hard. It's both yeah, hard. At one point you had three different ones that you had to keep like rotating. It was the Fernogo Vigotrio fight where yeah. it was three oh, levels. Oh, I felt so bad for you. Um, which was a great, it was it was a great super thing. fun, but um, I think that if we, if I was doing just a home game, I would be more inclined to stick with physical maps and minis. But when I have to manage sort of the stream and using the center space and some of the other prep that I have to do on a weekly basis, the virtual stuff has really made that easier. Um, and it's great. I mean, we've had a lot of fun using it. And I also think, from a stream perspective, we don't have the set up that uh, unnamed, very uh, wealthy, <laughs> critical role. Yeah. We don't have the resources to have multiple camera angles. We don't have someone working the camera who's mm. not in the cast. So like, we have a limited way to show the stream exactly what we're trying to show in the mm. battle. Whereas Tailspire, I can rotate the camera all by myself. I can zoom in and out. I can move to different spots of the of the map with ease without needing another person to do that. Just the idea of leaning, like one of us leaning in to move things around is difficult in the studio space like yeah. this. It's when it's not a home game where everybody can kind of shift around a table. And, yep. Yeah. yeah. We have to worry about where the microphone is pointed yeah. at us. We have to worry about screens in front of us or, or our materials and stuff. So we have to worry about, you know, staying within the frame of the camera and all kinds of things, so. Uh, oh yeah, I don't know if a lot of people know, but it's it's just who you see on camera that's a part of the yeah, show, yeah, too. No, and, like, we got nothing else. Over there. <laughs> I mean, we have an amazing community yeah, that there. does all these amazing things, but like in terms of who's like in the room on the day and stuff, like that's just, that's all us. Yeah. I think about it sometimes that if I heard that door open in the middle of one of these streams, I'd be very scared. <laughs> 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 I remember like, that, that person's not supposed to be here. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, I also saw one, um, oh, you can answer the, that one. I think that's been a couple times now, actually. Ooh. Will the team ever meet a dragon? Um, possibly, yeah. Definitely. Dragons in this um, oh. Yeah. Where are the dragons? Uh, yeah, where are the dragons? <laughs> where are my dragons? I think it's definitely possible. <laughs> I haven't ruled it out. We haven't, like, heard of one foretold yeah. in this universe yet, but... I think also a logical place where they could be is in that sort of very remote mountain range yeah. up to the north, uh, uh, northwest there, the Tunkuri Kualu Mountains. Oh, yeah, that's a place where dragons live. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, so maybe. Um, I, I hadn't, again, we haven't sort of heard of a specific one, but certainly possible, especially given the size of the world. If you even go bigger than Antisuyu, um, definitely. Now, I know you alter, like, the creatures that we encounter, but what is the actual, what's the recommended level of player characters to encounter? There's so many different types. There's a ton of dragons. Right. There's like, um, baby dragon. Basically, yeah. There's like, (laughs) big, big white dragon. They're called wormlings. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, here but they are—they vary in. in, in yes, level. I mean most of them very powerful, but uh, I've only seen big baddies. Yeah, like I can look up some here. Who doesn't love dragons? Dragoon, totally. Fight one. Yeah, it'd be hard. But I'll then, stare at one. Then you have to befriend it. can befriend it. She can stroke its neck. Uh, yeah, these like adult dragons here. These are like challenge fourteen. So it's recommended for a, mm-hmm. a party of four of level fourteen. No. Yeah, uh, so no. Um, we'd, be, we'd be lucky. <clears throat> Chimera is enough right now. Uh, so yes, maybe, maybe. Do Chimeras fly? I will say in this universe, yes. Oh. I, I think oh. some Chimeras, uh, not necessarily, but but yes. Jesus. Shit. Uh, Great. I think that's in. We talked about at one point, like it flew away out of the mountains after. Oh it, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we have to blind it and ground it. <laughs> it's gonna be in a cage, just like you said. Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> totally in a four by four cage, super cramped. I mean, I'm pretty familiar with this camera. I could probably do a sending to it. <laughs> uh, Anthony giving advice is cute because he sucks at pugilism. True, <laughs> but we won. <laughs> Matt, yeah. anyone else who can answer? If you're asked to pitch one sentence homebrew subclass concept that doesn't necessarily need to make sense, oh, what would it be? Shit. Hired gun, roguish archetype. One sentence homebrew subclass. I think it would be something like huge dog. No, I'm just saying. Words. <laughs> <laughs> he said it didn't have to make sense, so huge dog. Something's on the tip of your tongue. Vacuum. Spirit trap. Vacuum spirit trap. It's just, yes. Yes. It's just Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like, I thought it was like Kirby. No. No. It was, it was uh, a trap from Ghostbusters. Ooh, on the Kirby train, I like the idea of a homebrew class that absorbs other things' ooh. powers ooh. temporarily. And then yeah. That would be sick. I was kidding. Like, you just turned that into a real Kirby. Yeah, question. Kirby. The Kirby subclass. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds pretty sweet. Uh, we'll save that one for campaign two. Nintendo's call. <laughs> I also um, you were shutting I, your stream down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure it's not a new idea, but to to make it super specific to the world that you're building, um, like a cleric or a healer of some kind that's like uh, uh, trying to figure out like a, a new disease or something, something that's like uh, ailing like a very specific community of people. Um, I thought that was always kind of interesting to like try to figure out and explain the science, which you're very good at with like the organic alchemy stuff that you've had, um, to try to create like a little bit of a science-y, but magic-y thing. That's a good thought. It's a little artificery, yeah. like it has that, but artificer are a little more like like a tinker almost. Like I do like the idea of almost like a like a plague doctor, like someone who dabbles Ooh. in, in poisons. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> poisons and and sort of tinctures. Yeah. Oh, Kevry. Cool. Uh, yeah, like oh, yeah, plague night. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. All right, so Kirby's and plague night. Kirby, Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Sounds good. I like this already. Oh, group name. Well, the group ever said it. Team Avatar so or the Gang? Oh, <laughs> Team Avatar. It's so hard. I mean, no, no, def- I don't think any, like, nothing's risen to the surface, I don't think. There hasn't been, like, mm-hmm. a, certainly not a decided upon. We've been trying not to force it. I yeah. think this has come up a couple times because it's a, I know it's a popular thing to, like, right. to yeah. come up with a, with a gang name, but. Uh, it's hard. 
Yeah. But also no one's ever been like, oh, I like you guys. What do I call you so that I can find you again? <laughs> yeah. They're all like, don't give her ideas. Now she's going to ask it next time she shows up. I can't remember you. You're the, tell me the name of you. <laughs> or yeah. Amy's going to show up and be like, oh, someone asked about you guys and I called you some stupid <laughs> oh name and you're God. like, that's that, just what we are that now. That would actually be awesome. Branding all around, known all around Dylas and Jason. Please do that. I don't want the responsibility. This sounds great. So. <laughs> oh, the dumpy Edwards 4? That's <laughs> Dumpy. <laughs> dumpy dumpers. Dumpy. So no. The Grave is going to take Orba to that place in Vigapora. <laughs> A reciprocity? Reciprocity. <laughs> <laughs> is she going to have anything? Like it, she <laughs> it's whatever you want. You yeah. can sit down and play chess with a naked mole rat. I don't know. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can finally talk about Sex with Kiimi at reciprocity. You're gonna have your bonding Aww. moment yeah. with, with all. It's a brothel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. a Happy brothel. 18th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Going to a brothel. Sounds great. Or uh, down. Let's see. A ghost dragon. Oh, yes. I like ghost dragons. Um, can characters level up? Excuse the ignorance. No ignorance at all. Um, <laughs> yes, characters do level up uh, in our campaign rather slowly. Uh, some oh, people's... yeah, I thought someone was being salty. <laughs> oh, like, can they uh, even can they level, level up, up, please? please? <laughs> uh, <laughs> technically, Graven can't. <laughs> yes, currently, Graven's stunted. Stunted. Hamstrung. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, yes, yeah, some campaigns I know move quickly when it comes to levels, because uh, you know some people like to access their powers, which I understand. Ours is, um, the sort of world that I've created is a little low fantasy is not the description I would use, mm. but it's not like there's just powerful mages everywhere. Like, it's rare that you, that people are, yeah. like, the, the equivalent of a level 10 wizard, there might be, like, two of those in this whole world. The and world is not teeming They'd be them. known. Yes, you would know for sure the who they were, yeah. So, uh, it's not a place where, you know, everyone's running around with powerful magic at their fingertips. Like, the group, yeah. Orba is already maybe one of, one of the more powerful wizards that the continent has seen. And, nice. I mean, Six Graven as a cleric, seven. for sure, was one of the most powerful magic users. Was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in in was. the before times. <laughs> yeah. In his in his heyday. BQ. Um, yeah, the clerics of the meddling gods are probably the most well-known, like, powerful magic users yeah. on the continent, for sure. Um, Damn. Maybe I will embrace Kulis. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Um, a favorite animal or creature encounter? Oh. Is that like a fight or like a, like the... Yeah, what did like, we kill? <laughs> what if we murder? Or like animals you've talked to? Is that also... Oh, that's like true. Like mean, animal encounters? The fuck off bird is like yeah. one of my favorites. It was just a bird that <laughs> I mean, just kept telling us to fuck off. All, fuck off. The, all the recent ones, like with the, the bird, the rat. Um, salamander. <laughs> Oh, that was it. It wasn't Are a rat. You it was a salamander. Serious? Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, I think my favorite like encounter that was a fight. Eh, well, I'll think about it. But the um, not sirens. The harpies. harpies. Mm, I was gonna say we encountered Ooh. harpies, and that was like Flipside. one of the first fights where like our minds could be really altered with. Yes. They would like sing, and if you. <laughs> I don't know, someone was like put mud in our ears or some shit. Yeah. And, uh, but if they would sing, yeah. you would just like, we were climbing down this hill, or not hill, this, we're, this huge cliff. And when they would sing, you would just like let go of the rope and you would just yeah, fucking fall. That is one that, honestly, to bring it back, I wish that we were 
using Tailspire for that. Oh, Because yeah. using that kind of vertical domain. Because they were flying off the side, and it was hard for me to represent that with the minis, but that would have been a fun one to do uh, sort of with the virtual maps. Mm. I think there was one other mind control fight, and it was the spirits in the Steeder way, yes, took over Saphira briefly, and she fired at you guys a couple times. She missed, yeah. but she fired at you guys. Thank God. Loser. <laughs> Um, but yeah. You oh, you had the Galeb doors. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Money. <laughs> and you wanted Saphir to throw all of her gold into the oh, You're entire bag. That was she should have. wild. Make sure you don't take it out of the pouch so it doesn't glisten. Just throw the whole thing. You'll know. <laughs> you throw it in the water and it's just like... <laughs> I don't like burlap sacks. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for that heavy piece of cloth you just tossed yeah. into the water. Doors. Oh. Uh, Chris just said we're the all mirage riders. Oh. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. I immediately when I said it I knew. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I had a good laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we yeah, we were thinking about Kiimi's combat, because Kiimi only had two combats and one of them was super brief, because there was the Sunken King, and then a very brief combat where they were throwing stuff at Graven at the end of that episode, and you got hit by the poison when Graven got knocked out. Those are mm. your only combat? Yeah, I don't think there was another combat besides that. Yeah, did we like, not roll it? initiative Wait. when the elves found us while you were cleaning up? I guess we didn't run really no. them. No. You just shoved oh, them. Wasn't it just, I think it was just Graven and Erlen. Yeah, yeah, shoved them into, yeah. The, yeah. into the crypt and then closed it. Um, yeah, you were busy, like... Prestidigitizing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I hope I hope we have Kimi back to, especially with the virtual battle maps, to kind of... It'd be fun to have Kimi in a fight that maybe takes place, like, sort of indoors or in a place where she can kind of sli- slip in and out. <laughs> yeah, like, slip in and out of battle and fight. I mean, the uh, the pillars for the Sunken King fight gave you an opportunity kind oh, of... Yeah. From a distance. Had to hide because I couldn't get on top of any of them because very small. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, good questions, good questions. Can we encounter any more creatures? <laughs> Bless you. Oh, goodness. Make a uzni. Bless you. Make a uzni bless you. Make a uzni bless you. Thank you. That's very silly. Um, this is a great question that I can't answer. Has Kaimi ever met Gramari working at the Institute? To be determined. Wait, be determined. it's the same. It's not. The, it's but like Grimari traveled all over to yeah. different institutions and gave Lecturing. lectures. Yes, and did all kinds. Of, so um, your mother had an affair with Grimari or his daughter. Guess I'll kill my parents. <laughs> Which happens to be Grimari. <laughs> oh shit! Um, oh, Should I look at other? There's plenty more of the. Um... For Erica, Kiimi's name origin Hawaiian. Oh yeah, I didn't name Kaimi. I think Matt mentioned that. Um, I'm from Hawaii, and the name does mean seeker. Um, and I was like, I see what you did there, Matt. <laughs> yeah, real clever. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there was there was a few that I was sort of picking between. There were some cool names that I now have since forgotten. But yeah, Kaimi sounded like a cool name that obviously the profession she had at the institute was yeah. sort of seeking out supplies for the the university. Yeah, had. We'll see if uh, Kaimi gets to keep her job when she comes back after being a little AWOL. <laughs> and also, she like kills her parents and then goes back to work and they're like, 
you can't work here anymore. <laughs> you just murdered. No, no. Lots I, to think about. Well, they deserved it. It's, you don't understand. And they're like, those were our best rat catchers in all of Dillison. They were murderers. Mm. Um, we are nearing a like, <laughs> right? end time. I have one other question here uh, that would be a suitable final question, but uh, I, I don't know. Should we know. do some we rapid yeah, 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 here? Yeah, yeah, totally. I didn't uh, know Matt, if there were in, in the queue. Mike and Ed's for the role of exploitable resource. Um, I did choose them specifically. Loved them for years, never saw them used. It was a huge part of me getting hooked from day one on TZN. We're so glad. Um, the Mike and Ed's, I think fungus and mushrooms is just a cool sort of untapped fantasy thing in general because fungus have a very sort of way of thriving and surviving in like environments that other plants and things do not so it kind of has a survival quality to it a kind of um the 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 fact that they you know they're not quite plants they're kind of something else and just that drawing on that idea that someone found mushrooms or the mushroom people and they were like, okay, these creatures have unique qualities that no other creature has and no other plant has. Why is that? Why can they survive? And also, specifically the myconids being somewhat between plants and animals. And what I like about that is, and it's been talked about in the campaign, is a lot of people in this universe don't know what they are. Some people are like, who cares if we're harvesting myconids? It's plants. It's nothing like plucking an ear of corn off of a stalk. Like, that means nothing. And then other people think, oh, no, they're like more like animals. They're a little sentient. Like, that's horrible that we're doing that. So that kind of um, dichotomy of not knowing whether they're plants or animals and whether to feel bad for them. Obviously, in the campaign thus far, spoilers. I mean, obviously, we're spoiling already. Um, we have found out through the course of the campaign that the Myconids are far more sentient than some yeah. people think that they yeah. are. So initially, it, the idea was like, oh, is it really that bad? Are we kind of just harvesting a resource? Um, but now it's sad. <laughs> Sadder than we thought. Yeah. Um, yes, Myconids. Um, the All Mirage Riders, yes. <laughs> Perfect on the Back, Like a motorcycle gang, like a motorcycle oh, yes. club. All Mirage Group MC. All Mirage MC. <laughs> Um, any out of any out of game prep for the upcoming TPK next episode? Yeah, you know, it's an easy week for Matt after that because there's no party. I did an warn. Easy week, <laughs> right? Four yeah. new Four characters. More. Get the character art, make a new intro. It'll yeah, be easy. Um, I do have Expeditious Retreat as a spell scroll. Just saying. That's just for you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. What about Erlen? <laughs> what about me? Who didn't save a Revivify? <gasps> Who specifically asked to not get into some more shit? It's okay. It was me. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. God damn it. You say that with your words. What would you have but me do? But your words could be lies. But with your body, you expeditious <laughs> retreat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what else? Da, 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 da. What cantrip would you want in real life? Oh, oh so many to pick from. Prestidigitation. You can soil someone's pants with the flick of a wrist. <laughs> Fucking mage hand. Mage hand is amazing. What an incredible. <laughs> and for like other useful Oh, so yeah, also useful. I wouldn't have to get up. How much time goes into planning an episode, Matt, content wise, oh, the that makes sense? A lot. I, I, some people 
thrive on the sort of winging a lot of it. I find that, and I know it's true for other people, the preparation actually gives me a lot of freedom. Like, I write a whole bunch of stuff. I write characters, concepts. Tons of it doesn't get used. Like, stuff doesn't happen, and that's fine. But the fact that I've sort of just simply given a lot of thought to it allows me to play within that when we get to that point. Um, Yeah, and sometimes... You know, as a lot of DMs, I'm sure, experience, you'll have some stuff planned. The players will go nowhere near it or move in a different direction. And that's fine. You use that somewhere else. I'm like, okay, that was an interesting character idea that didn't happen. So they'll meet someone like that later on. And we'll just sort of use that content elsewhere. But I mean, quite a lot. I, I, I usually do like a little, I'm sure if you've watched the show, you can tell every time we go to a new location, I have a couple sentences description of the location. I have, you know, which characters are there, if they're important characters, like significant characters, and what sort of plot hooks exist in that area. So, you know, when Graven and Orba go to Reciprocity, here's who they meet, here's who they might see in the background if they catch a glimpse of them, here's what might be said if they ask the right questions, like stuff like that. So, Is there the right th- questions. <laughs> Is there something significant <laughs> you can remember? <laughs> that you just didn't prep? Like, obviously, if we're like, oh, I pull someone aside and ask, which direction is this in? But, like, is there anything where you were like, oh, shit? Definitely. <laughs> um, I think a recent one... Well, I guess that wasn't that recent. One of them, when Erland went back to uh, look for Shakar <laughs> in the poor neighborhood and they, like, poured oh, hot God. oil, that was... <laughs> I had no idea he was going to go there. <laughs> Well, yeah, I didn't know he was going to go there to begin with, oh and then God. that he stuck around. Yeah. All the characters there aren't written anywhere. Like, it, that was very surprising in a good way. Like, he was very persistent in his pursuit of Shakar, <laughs> which ended up being kind of a cool thing. Um, but there's lots. I mean, wow. all the time there's stuff that, that happens that is totally unplanned for. Um, wow. Yes. Uh, sorry, we'll keep rolling. Oh. Um, must be frustrating that some stuff you plan doesn't happen. Like I said, a lot of that stuff gets reused later. Um, Sometimes, I wouldn't say it's ever frustrating. I think actually the opposite sometimes. I think sometimes I have a character where you think, okay, this character's there to sort of give some information or help the party along, and the party doesn't utilize them that way, and then you get to be like, oh, I've got that information in my back pocket for a later time, because just the conversation doesn't end up going that way, or or it just turns out something different. So, yeah, I wouldn't say frustrating. You can always reuse it later. Recycle, reuse. Oh, that's one I want to know. What was at the bottom of the tile puzzle at the cobalt hole that we had to Oh yeah, it was like a pit, um, and uh-huh. uh, and there was big dead at the bottom. <laughs> big dead people. No, a pile of big dead. Oh, <laughs> I was like, really? I mean, you might be <laughs> like dead. giants. You fell down. Like into ghost it. giants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're doomed. Thank you so much for answering all our questions. Wow. Oh, that's one I didn't see. What? Did, uh, oh, it's just, it's just not highlighted, but I caught it. Orba, did you plan in advance to say, I love you to Erland? It made me cry so hard. Oh, no. Mm. Um, no. <laughs> I think I definitely went into that conversation with some goals where I, like, I, Orba wanted to have a very clear definition from Erland as to who she was to him because their relationship is vague sometimes with some of the choices that they make for one another and how it influences each other. But um, as the conversation started happening, 
I don't think the questions were answered. Erland is just very good at like dodging certain things and not speaking like terribly directly. So as it was happening, and that's not a you know shade on John, like that's that's Erland, and I thought it was great. Um, and so I was like, I need to end this conversation with one piece of like solid information. And I was like, what <laughs> what other way than to just like fucking throw it out there? And there's only two things you can do: is say it back or not. And then that's it. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you do love me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I know. It's like, yeah. I think she just needed that confirmation. And she probably wouldn't have said it if the conversation had been a little more direct throughout the whole process. Um, but as soon as it started, you know, shifting back and forth a little bit, she wanted just one final go at it. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry I made you cry. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, what does Kiimi dream about? Oh my gosh. Ooh. Does silence. Like now? <laughs> respect. <laughs> oh, no! Being treated with respect. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> and in her nightmares, it's just bards. It's nothing but bards. Uh, what do they miss from the three pedestals? Is that from the from the oh, Broken Crown I station? Imagine, yeah. I think that, um, I can't answer that, but I think... We haven't heard the last of that either, oh, because you know you're you presumably are going to contact uh, Massive, um, and I think there's information to come about what was in there that, that that you guys didn't access. I mean, you guys got a peek at that other one, yeah, yeah. At first page, yeah. yeah. Uh, so more to come on that. That's definitely not the last we've heard of that, but I can't answer that. Now. I can't believe we got two out of three. Um, yeah. When you first voice would do, did you have such a falling? <laughs> no. First of all, no. And second of all, I still think back and laugh at the time when Orba asked for a perception check to see if Wudu had, like, a scar on his head from being lobotomized or hit in the head or something. Like, she thought he was, like... <laughs> That's rude. In my defense... She thought he was, like, a little brain damage. Look, Moo is a horrible, horrible place. Oh, you thought he was, like, experimental. I thought it was, uh, uh, I thought it was a little, um, oh gosh, uh, Lake Lao Guy? No, oh. not Lake Lao Guy. Similar, but, um, that was a good reference. Oh, I straight it was a little up Yeah, 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 because he had been, like, breaking the law and doing bad things. Oh, oh you thought that was, like, a law punishment? Yeah, where they were like, oh, this guy's State such a nuisance in the Sun District, no we can't have it. Boxing and, set. like, because yeah. he just had, like, such a strange. <laughs> It wasn't like, is he brain damaged? I was like, did the government fuck with this guy? Got it, got it. I, do I see a reason why he's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with this guy? Why is he so dumb? <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever what you have. I thought they were fucking with him a little bit. All right. Thank you, Mimi. So sad for Orba. Mad on her behalf. How did you first feel when receiving it? Which thank you? Oh, the thank you. Oh, Erlen. It's the Shikar note. Yes. The fuck you, Erlen. The fuck you, Erlen. No, uh... It's the opposite. No, it's not fuck you. It's the one he sent to the dude's sister. Oh, yeah, saying that. Or the the sister's brother. Yeah. The sibling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's why we had the conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think Orb is used to, you know, I think she says this. She's like used to getting used and like seen as like a tool and utilized in certain ways. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it was just happening to somebody that was super close to her, like she just needed to know if there was a, if there was any wavering on that from him if their relationship was more transactional than she thought. But, I got it. 
Nice. I nailed it. All right, a couple more quick ones, and then we'll do your ending one oh, that you okay. had in mind. Got it. Since Graven has a level five cleric cap, would he capitalize his bounty hunter background and slip into a ranger? Any prospects or ideas? Well, I mean, strict like D and D five E rules, where my you know big stat is my wisdom. The 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 two logical ones I think are ranger and druid that are used utilize wisdom the most. Mm-hmm. So I've thought about both of those. I've thought about. Um, that would be a rather undexterous ranger. Exactly, but it, it, that no, would be I tough. know. <laughs> I know. That's the thing is that. But I also trust Matt in that there are some outside of the five E rules things that happen in our campaign. So um, the thing that I've been thinking about recently is uh, paladins mm-hmm. get their power from pledging themselves to purpose something, cause. purpose, yeah. and. Maybe Graven could find a purpose of some kind, like to make pee into poo. (laughs) (laughs) Adopting Kaimi. Or adopting all the... He's going to multi-class into dad. Um, (laughs) But you have to be under five foot one to be my (laughs) dog. Holy (laughs) shit. Uh, <laughs> Graven should do rogue for more detective Graven. You could always oh go back God, and work do, for. You could go back and work for. Just be part of the uh, the local militia yep. in in the Me and Thorsten, Thorsten, <laughs> and solving, solving crimes. Uh, oh, did Orba ever find out what was in the ingredients of the stew? No. No. Did our best. Stew. Still a mystery. Very sinewy. Uh, oh, <laughs> a little desecrated. Yes. Uh, the ground. Yes. Graven Paladin is the best. You have a you have an endorsement for Graven Paladin. Ooh. Shall we close it out with uh, whatever your closing thoughts yeah. were? Just find your campaign and love your guys' style. It's so fun. Thank ah, you so much for joining us, you. Sailor. This is not the campaign. <laughs> um, if you think this is it, this is not the style. <laughs> <laughs> I love this casual <laughs> yeah. kind of t- t- no DM. Yeah, no DM. What a style this is. <laughs> oh, wait, really Thank quickly. You, Amy didn't manage to say goodbye to the party this time, but what advice would she give to the party on their endeavor if she could? Give us your parting words right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes the party actually overthinks things. Despite the fact that Erlen in particular seems to jump into things a lot, I think in general there is too much analyzing. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. You should just live That's- in the moment. And the quality of leaping not, without looking. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Look forward to not using my brain <laughs> at all. I think when we last did talks, somebody asked uh, if and if another character was added to the party, what kind of character would you like mm. to see it be? And I answered that question by saying something similar, which was a character that was a little more impulsive. That that sort of mixed up the party by being a little not sort of thinking, not in a not intelligent way, but purely in a like, just feeling it and going for it kind of yeah. way. And I, I bet similarly, like that kind of, the party doesn't have as much of that impulsivity. Uh, yeah. Which is tough. You lived long as Stakes are high. <laughs> yeah. Stakes are high, tough no. to be impulsive sometimes. Stakes are so high. All right, shall we close it out with a a parting thought? Um, I believe Pogodoko was curious, with with you in mind, but also from the characters. Do you see a narrative end to your campaign? What would be a satisfying ending for your character? He can't can't answer that. (laughs) Well, I'll let you guys answer the what would be a satisfying ending. I do have some ideas about the end. Uh, We've had a lot of thoughts about campaign two and this one. Um, I think that it's not a secret to say, 
I think things are gonna speed up a little bit, sort of travel timeline wise. We've talked about this a little bit where, um, you know, we took on, and I loved it every step of the way, very much our time slowly one day at a time traveling. You might see some slight jump forwards in time as we travel through some, again, like I mentioned before, not every area has to be like a super key moment in the campaign. So we might, you know, jump a little bit as we get to some of the major, major plot points, things like the Cold Light Walker, things like Finlock Forest. So we might kind of speed up and slow down time as we get to some of the major, major events that are coming. So we like level up each time. Like, yeah. Oh, we go there. We level up. Yep. We go level there. Up. Level up. Ten long rests <sighs> in between. Uh, Records of the Realm just raided us. Hello, thank you hey, so much. Welcome, welcome folks. Uh, we, we're just closing. We, yeah, we're just shop. closing. We're answering a couple parting questions. Um, satisfying endings. Yes. What would be a satisfying ending? Satisfying. We all live past <laughs> next week, first of all. Okay. Um, Low bar so and far. Then, <laughs> and then, yeah, you know, uh, uh, there's a lot of threads. There's um, Erland. Well, at first I would have said Erland, you know, just gets to sever himself from the place. But at this point, it's like Erland gets to turn that place upside down. Yeah. Tom and Sen. Um, Safira uh, and her quest to kind of like, you know, bring down this black market. Um, uh, Graven gets to finally give an actual finger to Kuzni and maybe reunite with like Aww. some Milvigos. Or a Terminator style finger where he's sinking into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, short of that, that's like obviously peak Graven. Uh, uh, you know, fucking severing and, and getting some family back. But also fucking falling on the sword so that Orba can like reach her full potential because there is there is a path where Graven cannot succeed where Orba does, so. Oh, that's all I said. Zero sum game Zero with the gods. Sum game with gods. Is that satisfying? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have one? I mean, oh, okay. Amy needs to see Douglas walk into the light yeah. or the darkness because he did kill his parents. <laughs> um, but yeah, down. that's yeah. number one on her agenda is getting this man to the other side. <laughs> yeah, and then is uh, that sort of fulfilling for her to get him there? Yeah, I think it'll feel. Yeah, like she helped her friend who's a little scary. But yeah, and then after that, maybe like cultivating a sense of home, especially if she has to kill her parents in order to solve this situation. Yeah, finding yeah. someplace that she feels at home. And that involves being respected by those around her. Matricide and Zatricide. Is there one that helps Matricide? Matricide is mother, right? Illicide? Illicide. Is that brother? Fratricide. Yeah, I thought. I don't know if there's one for both parents. Is there? Paternal side. Poo-poo-pee-pee side. Caca-poo-poo-pee-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-poo-
do what she needs. She might have to cross a line. Oh or yeah. Two. And when she does, she crosses it with both <laughs> feet in the same horde. like yeah, <laughs> horde. Um and then Orba and Jasko like hang out in their castle together all the time. Mm-hmm. Little baby Jasko. Tibbets. Still hasn't popped back up. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Not really. But yeah, that's where it's here. Um Okay. Awesome, and awesome. The unsaid awesome. Graven is dead, right? You didn't say no. anything because Graven's dead. <laughs> I don't know what I mean, if it has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> to reach my goals, I mean. Yeah. That was a given when I said yeah. reach my goals. That was required. <laughs> yeah, clerics uh, get fucked. Um <sighs> Thank you guys so much Yay. for joining us. Every time we start this, we're like, man, are we going to go the full three hours? We're just like answering questions. And then we <laughs> end up doing yeah. the whole shebang. Um, what a blast. Thank you guys yeah. for hanging with us and asking questions. Thank you um, for coming back. Thank you for thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh, thanks. What? Uh, <laughs> it was so much fun to sort of get a look, <laughs> get a look into um, just having a... You know, getting your thoughts on what it was like to jump into this. Like, we've obviously been doing this for 100 plus episodes. So, for someone Ooh. to come in and be like, jump in on that running train, that's, that's. That's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy, for sure. Real quick, I think I saw at some point somebody said, is season two going to be 100 episodes? Oh. Is season. Uh, almost definitely not. Um, <laughs> we. <What>? Your <laughs> contract is being terminated. You. Like I said, I think we're going to speed and speed and slow okay. to hit some key okay. moments here, but I think almost definitely season two will not be as long as season two. <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Take a breath. Uh, okay. okay, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. That just means new backdrop sooner. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Just get some sweet, Sick new sweet digs. Totally worth it. Um, <laughs> thank you guys again so yeah, much for joining us. Oh, um, uh, we was there some stuff you oh, wanted yeah, to go through? Oh yeah, I wanted to shout some shit out. While you're looking, oh, yeah. um, we'll be back next week at the same time. We'll be back to the regular campaign. We we're literally about to start combat, um, and we will be um, doing so when we get back oh, next week. And Merlin um, uh. and Saphira will be back with us. Uh, yes, would you All like right. to rattle off some... I would like to rattle off some amazingness. Uh, Crazy Locha did a thousand bits. Crazy Locha gifted three, 13 subs. Records of the Realms rated us again. Thank you very much. Uh, Snappy Cobra did 550 bits. Hartman resubscribed. Crazy Locha just gave out 10 more subs. Y'all are out of control. I train. I train. Oh my gosh. Choo! Um... Lots of new Yeah, batteries. oh my gosh. A couple of raids with some new people. Welcome, yeah, all welcome. of you. Obviously, I'm hoping this is some a... were like you two people that forego, forego the like spoiler getting yeah. caught up thing and, and came and got to hang out. Yeah, yeah for some new people, exciting. welcome and, and please hang out, ask questions. Discord's a great place. There's lots of spoiler-free stuff there if you want we're gonna to. We're going to be creating an even friendlier spoiler-free yes, zone we're, as well. We're revamping we're, we're the revamping. way that the, that the, that the yeah. it looks. Awesome. Jeremiah did a lot of thank you. Snappy Cobra gifted us something. Thank you. Cobra saw a snake and he had to uh, snap, snap. snap. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, uh, I saw that. I saw that. Say which height that went by. Was it a? I think so. Wasn't it? Like a? Oh yeah, they do crazy? some of our emotes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> flaming sandwich. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, We've never had chat on the monitors before. Uh, we will <laughs> leave it with FNF's comment. See you next week for the TPK. Mm. Matthew. I didn't say it. You said it with your mouth. You guys went there. I <laughs> tried so 
don't get them started. Don't all right, everybody. Uh, we love Grimer, you so thank much. You for the thank yes, you so we much. love you all. Um, thank you guys so much for the support and for just being here. It's such a blast to hang out with you guys and yeah, talk D and D and talk the campaign. Um, we will be here next week, same time. See you guys there. Ooh. Have a lovely week, everybody. Good night. Good evening. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend or leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. There's always room in our party for more adventurers near and far. Until next time, as the Ackley Elves would say, your presence is a gift.